It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 43 of the Team Podcast. Nash is still away, so I am Wells hosting. Beside me is this mediocre DJ, Smythe. It's still not a DJ. Yeah. And jumping in to help us out this week, a familiar voice, not only on here, but on another podcast. DeFeo is back. The... The other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other podcast. We had, uh, we were talking before we started how we were going to basically just use this show as a promotion for the return of Horseplay, which is next week. <laughs> Side note, Horseplay is returning next week. Uh, and we were going <laughs> to... We're hijacking yeah. the team podcast. Yeah. NWO style. Nash, I can't wait for you to listen to this episode. It is revamped. <laughs> It is all new material. All new material. We've scrapped your recommendations for this week <laughs> in our pre-meeting. In our pre-show meeting. Yeah. Which lasted a whole three minutes. So can we call this episode, uh, what episode would we be on Horseplay, technically? 47. So is it 46.5 no, no, no. of the Horseplay podcast? No, no, no. This is just a straight hijack <laughs> of the team podcast. Uh, we've done this before, guys. We did. Well, it was like a, we it was like a this dual episode. We, we did like a combo, yeah. but not. we didn't just hijack. We didn't just take the show. Yeah, we didn't take the show and turn it into an episode of Horseplay. But this is basically going to be like a prequel. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited about this. Yeah, so once <laughs> I don't want to piss off Nash while he's on his honeymoon. So let's just... We'll stick to the rules for now. Okay. There might be some hiccups along the way. A few stuttering jitters you hear. The NWO theme song kick in. A little bit, a few times. No, we'll see. But um, <laughs> Some Daniel Bryan yeses. <laughs> yeah. What's, any, does anyone have any like interesting stories or thoughts before we get on to the, the usual stuff, the malarkey? The malarkey? Um... I have a recommend, whatever. No, we're not doing that yet. I know, but I'm just going to throw in one. Okay, go ahead. Or are we not going to throw one in? Should I, I talk about my week first? about your story, is, is it combined with the story? Yeah, it's combined with the story. Go for it. All right. Anyway, so... Um, you know what? This is the this is the takeover, the hijack. Yeah. We can kind of just go wherever we want. things up you want. It's like All a right. hybrid... It's like a hybrid 
This is like a Part test show. show. A test a test pilot of the new show. Go on. Give me your recommends. Anyway, so, so my story is is that I'm an Amazon junkie. I don't know if you guys know, but if if I'm scrolling on Instagram and I see something on Amazon I like, I just I just buy it. And I'll I'll buy whatever. So um I was playing around a couple days ago and I wound up buying one of those you know those things where like it like has the ab cruncher and it has things going in your arm and it does electromagnetic pulses. The Doctor Ho. <laughs> yeah, base is kinda like that. Bought one, it charges USB, you put a cable, you charge it up, and you put on these little gel pads, and you strap them to your arm with straps. You push in, and it's like, these flexes your muscles for 25 minutes at a time intervals. Been using it. Is this why you're wearing a tank top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm just like, this is what I know. Um, anyway, I'm using it, and you know what? I, I'm going to recommend it. To people that like they work at home, they're sitting at home, and they're not in the gym it at the time. Yeah, so it's like there's like, like, the, like the, and it's like a six, six pack. pack. <laughs> Did you get that with it? Yeah, so it's a six pack plus the two arms. You can also do it on your thighs, but it just gives you like electromagnetic pulses, which is like flexing. It runs for 25 minutes. You go as hard as you want on it. I'm not going to say it feels like you did a workout after, but it gives you a little like boost. If you're not going to go to the gym that day, strap down for 25 minutes. And you like you feel like you're you're up, and after that you're uppity. You have energy. You can do stuff. I kind of enjoy it. Have you have you had the nuts to put it on your nuts yet? Like no, I would never. Come on, man. The pain already like you feel it. Like the abs, I don't feel it because there's a lot of in between the you can, abs. You can like the, do your own like little fail army sort right? of clip. I just do it and end myself immediately. No, but um, wuss. No, I'm never gonna put on my nuts. Post it on the team podcast instagram just, just <laughs> yeah. abuse, and, in action on the highest level of twitter on the ground it would be hilarious Tag world star yeah. yeah and i guarantee you get that trend yeah. watch mm-hmm. the the 10 million views fly. um so that's your recommend right my recommend is is that if you want something that's going to just stimulate you and give you that quick boost it's 80 bucks go grab it you fling it on um, and you can sit in my home office. I sit in my home office and put it on and I'm just, and it's great. I like it. It's fine. Okay. I got, I got one recommend and one warm recommend first. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't have this one, but red dead redemption oh, two is probably the best game it. I've ever played. <laughs> Do you have it to fail? No. Okay. No, I'm surprised, but you weren't really into like GTA either, right? Like, no, that all comes at the same time as COD and yeah. you know where my legions is. Like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's insane. I mean, it is. Insane. I think most people listening already have it or know about it. Uh, it's really is like the most insane game, and I feel like I've just I've been playing pretty pretty much for the last week, and I feel like I've been just scrap like scratching the surface of of so much more to happen. Doesn't it, doesn't it take like something like ninety eight hours to complete? If you're gonna finish the whole thing, depends on what you want to do. I yeah. guess I'm sure if you just went for the story mode, you could probably finish it in like a week. But you know, there's so many different things going on. I saw like a a ghost lady or something like just like you just stumble upon <laughs> these random things man and you play with your headset on it's freaky the game is beautiful it's all oh, man it looks so I, good i, I wish i had a 4k is. tv yeah it is fantastic um there's just too much to do though like i'm like walking around it's thing. like hey eat something i'm like what no why i hard, understand man. i know i get it but like come on eating uh if you eat too much it gets fat you can shave your beard like come on I never, I always lose my hat. I'll never pick up a hat. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, why is that important in this game? Just give me a hat and let me just live my life as a cowboy. Yeah. Um, I've been randomly killed on the side of the street consistently just riding my horse. Someone just starts shooting at me. I'm like, what did I do? 
if you like if someone says hi you don't say hi back you might get shot in the yeah. face if you which, bump like, into them on your horse yeah. and they get offended they might shoot at you i have a calling card so like every time i kill someone like i like have a discrepancy with or something i kill them and i walk up to their body and i shoot their head off it's gratifying <laughs> you can shoot their heads off oh dude you can shoot you can you can take each limb off as much as you want like uh, you can cut it off you can shoot off like a shotgun or a couple times with your revolver you can then pick up the carcass and carry it around it's it's insane it's stupid <laughs> but it's anyways my calling card you shoot everyone's heads off all right i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna have a calling card now next week i'm gonna tell you what mine yeah. is i might t- i might take some pictures of my calling <laughs> card <laughs> how far are you through the game um it says 30 percent. that's not good i'm at 15 i'm gonna play it probably tomorrow uh, all day I mean, yeah. I'm going to work hard all day. Today. Yeah, with Dr. Ho. <laughs> um, my warn is, um, the I don't know if it's a warn or just like a a blast on people. It's probably warn. It's like November started today, and I've seen dudes with like full dusters already. That's not, like cheating, right? Not supposed to go. No. Yeah, no. You have to be clean shaven on the first. Yeah, exactly. I saw guys with like mustaches already, like pelts. Guys just starting early cheating. Yeah, that's that's phony, man. If you are donating money to people like that, I don't know, man. Check better check and see where you're donating. See your money's going. Yeah, that guy already has a mustache. I'm not like I like November. Like I'm not gonna shave my beard though for like. Come on. Yeah, I kind of stopped. I did it for a bit, and then I was like, I did it for a couple years. It's a nice concept. I just just can't commit. I gotta go to a wedding on on Saturday. Like I'm not gonna show up with like a. A little, a little speck. Like, uh, scare some kids away and stuff, right? Like, that's not, yeah. Like, I used to do it all the time, like, when I was in my 20s, and it was, you know, still looked pretty bad, but. Yeah, it's like a phase. Any... It's, like, it's like Halloween for kids. You just kind of get to that age where you're kind of yeah. over it. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, if you want to donate money, then you donate money you're to donate a 20 guy year now. Kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're, the, you're the guy at the door. Putting coins in the UNICEF box. Yeah, you're that guy. For twenty year olds with dusters. Speak, speaking <laughs> of dusters that, on the first. Speaking of Halloween, did you uh, did you have any visitors here yesterday? Oh my god, we had we had like sixty kids come out. Um, we decorated our house. Yeah, I saw that when I came in. I got yeah, scared. That was a lot of work. Um, really, but for like an hour and a half, we just like sat outside with a candy and a bowl. We're playing Halloween music. I got one of those little speakers. I stand yeah. up. We're just playing some Halloween songs and just handing out candy. It was pretty fun. Um, not a lot of kids out here though. Toronto doesn't do it the same as the burbs. No, because the burbs you go trick or treating until yeah, eleven yeah. at night, hit like Mississauga Road, hit the big streets out there. Like here, I think they just walk up and down the street and they go with their parents. Every kid was with their parents, which I thought was insane. Yeah. By the time I was ten, when I was a kid, I was like, "All right, mom, uh, we see were, you in yeah, the we morning." We were doing it like I think even before that. Like yeah. I was just running around with like a whole group of kids. I'm yeah. like. Your parents yeah, know you're all right when you're dropping off that first pillow sack. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're back. Hat. No, just uh, yep. just reloading. Yeah. See you later. Just dropping off. Start inspecting that. So yeah. when I get back with the second one, I can start to dig yeah, in on right? this first yeah. one. Check for razors. <laughs> well, when you're a mob of 10 to 12 kids, like you're probably going to be safe. You know, I saw there's a mob of like six, seven kids. Parents are just hanging out with them. All. This is crazy. Sometimes, now, though. Now, what if it's like everyone kind of you know they're all kind of getting along and all the parents know each other and the parents are having a few cocktails yeah, that's along the way too. that that's a different halloween I that, did not see that yesterday ah. that's because that that's kind of parent i'd be if i was yeah i'd like to be the guy who hands out candy to kids and then has to the a trays of shots ah. yeah i know I've, I've heard of this my you my know? sister because we were talking about this I, I saw my sister on the weekend and 
I was asking like what they're going to do for Halloween and she was saying how like uh, she'll go with a couple other parents and their kids and they kind of just do their own thing. They have a couple cocktails. They have like a, a thermal of like of wine or something. And then some parents had like shots for like certain parents. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's I'm a good person. It's the way it should be. I am doing they that probably, next year. Those kind of people probably give out the best candy. Yeah, right. What did you give out? I just gave out little like like three or four like little candies. So like little rockets, little Snickers, little Reese's, just, little M and M's. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing special. but more than one. The traditional stuff. Yeah, yeah. you can't go wrong with that. No, yeah. no. There's as long as you weren't like, handing out like Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, or the toffee and candy corn. Yeah. My wife though, was like, bars. my wife was like, here's your candy, little kid. Give them one or, or handing the kid the bowl, and they take like one. I'm like, what are you doing? We don't need this candy. Just grab a handful and chug them. Yeah, bags. the old handful. There you go. Uh, to feel you have any recommend warns? No, it's been a uh, slow week. Slow week out in the burbs. Uh, well, yeah, no, it's been a, <laughs> took me forever to get to work this morning because of uh, traffic. No, because of uh, a drunk driver last night. Um, if you saw on CP24 or any of your local news outlets, it's like Mavis, right? Mavis and Burnham, eighteen-year-old kid. I heard drove. Yeah, yeah. Killed the mother, and, mother and a toddler, and, yeah. the, and the father is in critical condition. It's terrible. Way to bring the mood down here on this podcast. Right. Thanks, guys. I'm just saying, that's, that's what's all that's happened in my week. Is, is it took me forever to get to work this morning because everything was closed off. And I th- you think, I'd, what's an 18-year-old kid doing? I'm boozing at 2 o'clock in the morning on a Halloween. Wednesday. Like, come on. What, what, what's a mother... And a father and a toddler doing at 2 a.m. on a Wednesday. Just think of that too. You don't. For all we know, they were on their way back from the hospital, on their way to a hospital. Yeah. You never. You don't know, right? Like, uh, who knows? But don't drive drunk. That's yeah. that's my recommend. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't drive drunk. Just like don't do it. Like I don't. It's never worth it. Never worth. How much is an Uber today? There's a guy that'll come and get you wherever you are and take you home. And then if you want, they'll bring you back to your car in the morning to yeah. go pick it up. You don't have to drive drunk. I thought you had a warrant too. You're, we were going over. You know, he's not go. gonna. He's no, not no. gonna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he doesn't right. want that kind of trouble. Is what okay, fair enough. Um, we said we don't want to upset Nash. <laughs> I thought it'd be good conversation. Nice little round table <laughs> nice little conversation round table with that. <laughs> um, let's let's hop into it then with uh, a recap of of week eight in NFL, which I thought was a pretty boring week. Now we're kind of in that middle part of the season where. Teams are starting to realize they're done. It's not their year. Uh, there's bye week, so a lot of teams are done. <clears throat> like trade a lot of teams deadline are, was tra- Tuesday. Yeah, trade deadline was Tuesday. But like, this is actually a pretty active trade deadline for, uh, for NFL. A couple guys moving. Yeah. Um, but uh, a couple things I, I took away from week eight. Uh, the Rams are still undefeated. I mean, it wasn't pretty. They were nine-point favorites at home, and they barely covered. And they did it at the end, thanks to... Ty Montgomery, who eventually got shipped after that fumble. <laughs> they did cover, though. They did. No, no they didn't cover. They didn't cover. They didn't cover because Gurley took the knee. Yeah, they almost. Oh, yeah, they, right. they would have hit the over and the cover. Yes. They didn't do it. Um, I also saw the the Jags are. I think they're done, man. Like I think. Oh, they're not. Think they're done. They're phonies. They're done. Like they're. I really thought they would make that push from the AFC Championship last year and and maybe go for the Super Bowl this year because the East is kind of wide open. But they're they're terrible. It's well, to be honest, they're two games out. But it, it's it, true they are in the AFC South, so it yeah. can happen in the next eight games. It does prove how hard it is to stay on top in this league. So it's kudos to the teams that year after year they're there because it's not easy. Because yeah. the Jags were 
when this season started, we said they're arguably the best team in the league before the season mm-hmm. started. No, they're up there. Yeah, and they're... we were saying that nothing's going to stop these guys this year. And, and look at them now. They're already at five losses. They're terrible. They're terrible this year. Uh, also, they got into uh, they got a into lot of trouble, trouble in, London. in London, eh? Who, okay, yeah. So who ended what? Up getting arrested? Uh, I can't remember. No, it's four defensive backs. Yeah, oh, okay. and they they skipped out on a sixty four thousand dollar bill at a burlesque show or something. I think I think burlesque was the the term public they radio used. term that oh. they use and television term that they use for adult strip entertainment. Club. Yeah, they're yeah. a strip club. But how do you run up a sixty-four? I guess Peelers. it's easier up a sixty-four thousand time in a strip club. I don't know, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, you got a game the next day. Like, no, but it was a couple days before. Oh, I thought it was the night before. No, 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 no. no, no. Ah. They're they're in trouble. I want to say on like the Saturday morning, like they were on a Friday night. But yeah. the, the news came out on the Sunday morning. Yeah, because that's well, when it's important. Okay, All right. you're six, you know, five <clears throat> hours behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I thought it happened the night before. My yeah. bad. I didn't really. And the reason why none of them were just released on the spot is because they were all defensive backs. So if they <laughs> they could have went into that game yeah. with literally no depth. And but actually, since they've came back, I don't think any of them were really punished. No, and they're on a bye no. week this week too. So no. maybe next week when they start practicing, we'll start hearing some fallout from that. Uh, the Bills still their offense is the worst thing in sports right now. I you know what I, I I don't understand. If I knew it was coming, how does no one else know what's coming? That's what I don't get about the Bills. Like, before the season started, I said they don't know what they're doing. Season starts, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they still know what they're doing. And now they they have to go back to Nate Peterman as the quarterback because they brought in. Who did they just bring in? Derek Anderson came in. Bagging groceries three weeks ago. (laughs) Right to the NFL. And right to a starting gig. They weren't like, listen, we need you to come and back up for us because we're. Sure, QBs are like, no, we, we need hate you to Peterman play so much. No, he's so bad. Forget they like him. He's just really a bad quarterback. They're like, you know what? You look like you may have helped some old ladies carry groceries to the car. So you look like you're in shape. Well, you're starting. Who's the, the Rams QB that won the Super Bowl bagging groceries the year before? Oh, that was Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. Hey, it happens, man. You got at, at this Derek point. Derek Anderson wasn't good as an NFL starting <laughs> yeah. quarterback. This is also true. He never got it done. No. Uh, and then uh, also capping off some news this week, Hugh Jackson got fired from Cleveland Shocking. about a year and a half too late, maybe. Yeah. Uh, got three total wins in three years. Oh, two and a half years. 37 losses. Three and 37. And a tie. And a tie. <laughs> yes. A couple overtime games this year. Uh, he and Todd Haley were let go. Greg Williams, the defensive coach, is now sorry. Defensive coordinator is now the interim coach. Uh, Greg Williams is also like the the guy behind that uh, bounty gate a few years ago with New Orleans. Somehow he's weaseled his way back into back into the prominence. Yeah, I don't know why they went with him, but because that's how you motivate your players. Bounty gate. He also had a crack at a head coaching gig before, didn't he? And it didn't work out. I thought he was the coordinator for St. Louis after. All the dust settled with that Bounty Gate stuff. And they were talking of maybe making him the head coach of the Rams. But they gave it to McVay, I think. Which, you know, right decision. Yeah, that turned out all right. Um, Now, like, this is the best Browns team in the three years this guy's been here. And now they let him go. I think that's why. is because we're like, look, we finally gave you some bodies. You know, we gave you some decent players. 
Um, it looked promising at the start. Like they, the execution wasn't. They could have been there. Like everyone says, they could have been five and zero. Oh. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. But you know, Greg Williams was previously the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. When though? Nineteen eighty. No, two thousand mm-hmm. something. Oh, 2001 to 2003. <laughs> that was before, pre-Bounty Gate. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he had right, a chance yeah. pre-Bounty Gate. Um, this guy's bounced around everywhere, though. Yeah, yeah. he's... he's tell jobs? Yeah. The Saints, then he was the Rams and the Titans, then back to the Rams, now the Browns. Crazy. So, uh, yeah, any, any other stories this week caught you guys' eyes? Anything you found interesting? I mean, like I said, it was, it was a pretty uneventful week. You know what? Golden Tate to the Eagles. Like, the Eagles are okay, like yeah. just desperate for receivers because they picked up Jordan Matthews a few weeks ago. Yeah. Now they got He's Golden been okay. Tate. He's been playing great for the Eagles, to tell the truth. Like, I can't believe the Patriots actually cut him. I feel like the Pats would have needed him. But now you turn around, and now the Eagles get Golden Tate. And the Eagles did the same thing last year. They went and got a bunch of bodies to try to get it done. I was very surprised that Van Bell didn't move. I'm not. I was very surprised he didn't move to Philadelphia. I told you. I told you guys this before. There is no point in moving him because that's one more team, like with another weapon that you would face down the road. Whether they traded in in the conference or they traded to the NFC, and you end up going to the Super Bowl, and and he's that deciding piece. Like, and you play against them, like he's just. It made no sense. Like they got a good back right now. James Conner, he's playing out of his mind, and like if you can incorporate Bell into it somehow. Then it'd be great. It's better than trading him off for what, like a third round pick or but something. But if you're the Eagles, third, it's Levan Bell. It's he's a second at least. Maybe if yeah. You're the Eagles, if like, Amari Cooper, well yeah, fair first, enough. Fair right? enough. <laughs> oh. now, here's the best. <laughs> Amari Cooper goes for a first. Golden Tate goes for what a, f- a, a third because third. and because Golden Tate, you got to pay a lot of money if you're gonna keep him. He's and a then, rental. And then Demarius Thomas goes for a fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somehow yeah. Amari Cooper's a first. I mean, no, he, they they robbed someone. They got a great. Deal. They robbed Dallas, yeah, because Dallas they desperate. they have no one like no receivers like like I, I I'm still like they they could have grabbed Dez again, but I guess they're done with that. Yeah, they're one game out of the play. Everyone's like they're one game out of the that. division, right? The playoffs are an option for them. There's no wild sure. cards coming out of the East for sure. No, and Washington are yeah Washington. They're not consistent at all. Like they're they're going to lose. It's not one of those things where. I think we're. I think Dallas was like we're gonna make the playoffs with this change. I don't believe they will make the playoffs. Well, the other, but. other trades were, uh, yeah, we said Montgomery went to the Ravens. Yeah, Ty on the Ravens. So now you got three running backs there. That's a lot of mouths to feed. Ty can play wide receiver though. Yeah, he can. He can, but like, which I think he will do in Baltimore. You could put you sure like whatever they're gonna like screw around with people with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, they're gonna trick plays and then and then you got Montgomery. What's he doing? Where's yeah. he going? It's a dog yeah. and pony show. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, exactly. Trick plays. Harbaugh's trying everything. Um, the defensive. Uh, the Rams got um, what's his name from the the Eagles from the Jags. The Jags, sorry, the Jags. My bad. Uh, Dante Fowler. Yeah, that was pretty significant. Are they blowing it up? The Jags. It's, well, I mean, that's one of their best. Dante Fowler is a former first round. Oh, he's just, a, he's just, they have to pay him this year and they don't have the money. That's really what it comes down but to. It's why also, everyone gets traded. Like, it's kind of like, yeah, a sign but, of like, yeah. maybe they're throwing in the towel. I don't yeah. know. Because well, that's why Tate well, got moved. To that's to why Phil Mack got moved. But right? to, add, to add Fowler to the Rams D line. Yeah, that, that, that pass. Even rush. Melvin Gordon tweeted about that. <laughs> he was like, how many more guys does this line need? Yeah. <laughs> There's another receiver that went to. Um, I didn't write it down, but. That's uh, I'm missing one more person. It's funny. You're the person that usually remembers yeah. these things. Well, we're just going to skip that over because... Sure. Uh, let's go over... 
our picks from last week. We'll do a rundown, and we'll get into our picks from this week. Uh, last week, Nash went three and two. Uh, Smythe, you went four and one. That's what I'm talking about. I'm back, son. And I went two and three. <laughs> so you and Nash are now tied for first, That's 24 and 16. Solid. And I have now slid down the slid ladder down to 23 and 17. Where you belong. Where you belong. It's true. It's bad. Uh, the girls went one and four each. So <laughs> not a good turnout from them. Well, yeah. Sometimes the you can't. Episode I, was on, I believe stuff. I went four and one. You did. Yeah. You know, and we we mentioned it too. Know what we should do? The Barry Horowitz. We should just we should message for picks from like consistent guests every week, just so they have a running tally, so it's more than just the three of us consistently going. Sure, you can do that. Yeah, for next year. Next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, no, next, next, next year. season when we start up, we're gonna like because like the friends fail, of the show. We yeah. should we should do that like a friends of the show pool. Yeah, and everyone should be picking. Sure, because it makes sense. Have can we picks. make it interesting? Uh, I we would like to. Do you have any ideas? Yeah, you just. Are we just gonna straight cash, baby? Straight what? cash. I don't know. We'll see. I'm totally down. Friends of the show. A little pool. little twenty twenty dollar pod each. Twenty bucks a week. You know, keep it gentlemanly. No, just twenty bucks. Or in or not gentlemanly. We have ladies. Yeah, ladies, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, well, donations. Just twenty bucks a week. Think of how. No, it doesn't have to be. No, it doesn't have to be a week. Think of how. Or you could do five dollars a week. Yeah, five, five bucks a week. a week. There you go. Someone gets a quick five little bonus. Five sixteen. That's there. Uh, what. Yeah, uh, eighty times. Say we had ten people. That's eight hundred dollars for the pool. Ten people. Look at that. Like oh my Benny god. And all those Can we gamble on this show? Yeah, right. This would be a great show. What do you do with ties? You carry it over. <clears throat> carry over. Like a skins game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Has to be very complicated. No, no. It's I'm only saying, fun if it's crazy I'm complicated. Not five dollars each week to but play. To play. But the total, the total at the end of the year, the winning record wins. Oh, yeah. So that's why you know, the pool's like up to like eight hundred or something. That's just ridiculous. Well, it's the pool's still eight hundred for you weekly, but everyone gets a piece of it. Makes yeah, it more fun. I don't know. Yeah, like, sure. Make sure. Them, yeah. You might okay. end up with a lot of ties. If you had like eight hundred, only five then, games to. But pick. if there's a tie, like say if me and you tie one week for the winner, the next week everyone's between me and you gets last week's pot. So now it's like crazy important. Now you got to consistently. Well, if you do that, then you go say. Okay, five times sixteen is eighty. Then you go eighty dollars at the beginning of the season, and then each week, if someone wins, you give them twenty-five, and then you give them twenty-five. I don't know how you would split it. Now up, you're making it very complicated. Hey, we'll have to discuss. Yeah, yeah that's we'll brainstorming for next year, yeah. season three. We'll figure it out. Um, there will be a pool though. But uh, let's let's go ahead with some week nine <coughs> games. There's some good games on deck here, and um, I've tried to compile the best five. You might have got the best five games this week. I will say when I looked at it, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. There's some heavies here. Uh, we'll start with a uh, classic matchup. Steelers are in Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore is the favorite at minus three. We'll start with our guest on the show, DeFeo. Again, this is just straight up. I'm just giving you guys what the spread is, but yep. we're just doing straight up. I'm taking Baltimore. Okay. Nash is also on Baltimore. Wow. He knows. Smythe? Oh, Pittsburgh. Steelers are back, baby. I think I'm right on 10 of the season, to be honest with you. I'm also taking Pittsburgh because I never... Well, that's not true. I took the Browns week one. You took one. the Browns week one, yeah, which was a great pick. That was probably, so far, that might be pick of the year. But they tied. So I know, but still. <laughs> you made the call. Still we all got laughed. The and then... I know. You guys did laugh. Oh. They would have covered the spread, though. Yeah. Yes. So, consolation. I would still like to do... I would still like to do a spread pick week weekly. But. I feel that that'll be part of the pool next year. Yeah. In order to remove some of the ties, yeah. you'll have to add the, uh, add the, spreads the, the spread. Yeah. That's Ooh. a good idea. So I like that. On board. That um, game number two, Jets at the Dolphins. 
Uh, another division matchup here. Dolphins are the favorites at minus three. I'm not sure. Is Tannehill back or are they still riding? Um, Brocktober. Well, it's not Brocktober anymore. He's rolling it in. It's November. It's in Brock, November. Brock Vember. Brock Vember. There we go. Here's the thing. He's not playing horrible. No, he's not. He's won them no. a game. That's all, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. He's not playing terrible. I'm taking Miami at home with the points. You always take Miami. It, I do. I do. I am also on Miami. I am also on Miami. <laughs> and Nash is also on Miami. Okay, so that's great game, Wells. Great pick. No. But the, like the Jets aren't that bad. No, they're not. They're they're a lot better than I thought they'd be this year. Their defense is is pretty banged up though. They're not in the best of health. So <laughs> I believe Brocktober will roll we'll, into November. We'll roll into November. And then what happens when Tannehill comes back? He doesn't. Ooh, quarterback controversy. I don't think he does. Not this year. A la Colin Kaepernick, Alex Smith, yeah. 2.0. <laughs> Game number three sees the Houston Texans roll into Denver with Denver being minus one favorites. Uh, Smythe. This is the hardest game to pick this week because Watson looked like he was Watson last week. Well, they crushed. Uh, that was a Thursday nighter, right? Yeah. So they got a little extra rest. Through five TDs, looked great. Um, but like normally, like I don't really trust them. Um, and Denver's, they're consistent. Like I have they blown, have they thrown a stinker or are they who they are? I don't know. They got. I mean, they pumped Arizona. Like, uh, two weeks ago on the Thursday nighter, and they they stuck with the Chiefs for most part last week, right? right. So I mean they're not, they're kind of out of the picture. They're not going to win the division, obviously. No, there's but no way. The I don't know if they can amazing. make a wild card's kind of wide open, right? So yeah, like um, it's a tough game. To my cap. concept is if Watson doesn't play amazing, they're going to get smoked, and I think he's not going to play amazing two weeks in a week, like two weeks in a row. I'm going to take Denver. Denver, okay. Uh, Nash is also taking Denver. DeFeo. I am rolling the dice on my newly appointed favorite NFL <laughs> franchise, the Houston Texans. Wow. I am also taking And Demarius Texas. Thomas. Demarius Thomas. In the Insta homecoming, he's going to burn him. Yeah, so if you guys don't know, DeFeo is kind of a free agent when it comes to being a <laughs> fan. Been a allegiance. I've been a nomad. He Ever was? since the Browns drafted Jabril Peppers, I said that team is dead to me. The second it happened, and I told Wells, when we were speaking on draft, I said, if the Browns take Jabril Peppers, I'm done. I said it on horseplay. I said it, I've said it a thousand times. What'd they do? They took Jabril Peppers. I said, we're done. We cut ties. That franchise has been dead to me ever since, and I've been a nomad. So why don't you tell everyone how you became a Texans fan? I, I thought this was an interesting way to... Become, become a, fan. a fan. I bought a case of Budweiser beer. They now include the uh, touchdown glass. So, but you don't just open a case and you get a glass. It comes with like a, a thing, like a piece of paper. You got to go online and you got to fill out, it out and you get to pick your team. Oh. So I got to the point where, where it was to pick a team. I told this lady that works for me, I said, I need to just pick a team. I said, it can't be Cleveland, it can't be New England, because I hate those teams. Any other team, just pick one. Don't tell me, don't say a word. I just want to be surprised and get the glass. Just pick it, and then they mail it to you for free. Yeah. So they, they mailed it. It took forever, by the way. 
I ordered this thing in like week one. I got it in like week eight. <laughs> so I, I had the box. I show Wells. And then I, I do a little unboxing video of the team. <laughs> Out pops the Houston Texans. They are now my rider. That is your team. <laughs> did you have it last week when they were scoring all those touchdowns? And it lit yeah. up. Like, oh, that's perfect. I did. Yeah. yeah. All right. So just to recap, myself and DeFaro on the Texans. And you and Nash are on the Broncos. Uh, now we get into probably the two games of the week. Crazy games. Two good games. I think the best one we got here. Uh, the LA Rams going into New Orleans. The Saints are minus one and a half favorites. I will start off with this one. I am taking New Orleans. They seem like the team, like I know the Rams are undefeated, but the Saints are really, I'm always like a Saints doubter, especially when they're on the road. I'm like, these guys are a different team on the road, but they've won two road games in a row. They went into Baltimore. They won there. Uh, last they're at week, home, aren't they? Yeah, they are at home. That's what I'm saying is they went on the road mm-hmm. and they dominated, and now they come home. And I mean, this is this is the, this is the game of the week, and uh, I think they're just they're just playing on their mind. They got Mark Ingram back, and they're a different team now. Not that they were bad before. They did lose Davenport. There you go. That's still not going to hinge it's me. Not enough for you. No. It's a serious got... cog in that wheel of defense for New Orleans. They don't play defense. Who cares? They don't care who's playing defense. So I got I got New Orleans. Nash has New Orleans. Oh, it's just like come on, guys. When we do our power rankings, you guys always talk about why am I putting New Orleans so high in the rankings? Why am I putting them high in the rankings? Now you guys both have them being the undefeated team. I call shenanigans. I also am taking New Orleans. <laughs> uh, long story short, it's hard to go 16-0 in this league. You got to lose some time. The Beast has to get slain. And the Patriots slay the other Beast, which is KC. I think New Orleans is going to slay this Beast this week. Um, the Rams have no shame in losing this game, A. Um but they want to win, probably. They probably want to win. I'm saying, but they've been they've been hanging on, hanging on for a little while. Obviously, when good teams come into town, they're not at their best. New Orleans is a machine. Yeah, they kind but, of the, the Rams kind of look beatable last week. Exactly. I only caught some of it, but and that's like, three weeks in a row. We've been saying, hey man, like, they're a little they, shaky. They right? had a trouble. Like their first half was not good. Yep. Last week. To fail, are you sticking with us? or Are you gonna? No, I'm taking the Rams. <laughs> good for you. Okay, that brings us to Sunday Nighter, our fifth game. Uh, Green Bay is going into New England. New England are minus five and a half favorites. Uh, DeFeo started up. Can I just take the over in this game? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I. You hate New England. I do hate New England. But. And I'm going to roll the dice with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and my boy Aaron Jones. Wow. Okay. Um, Smite? The Packers carry my fantasy team. Aaron Rodgers carries my fantasy team. But um, I, I think New England's got the game plan. They're going to just stomp these guys. And I think it's going to be like 20 to 3 stomping. 20 uh, to 3? You yeah. think they're only at three points? Yeah. I think it's going to be, I think it's one of those classic so matchups. You're going to your week of fantasy football, is what you're saying? Yeah, basically. No, I'm still going to win. My team's great. Um, I think that. New England, they know how to plan for great quarterbacks. Like, remember all those times when Peyton Manning came into town and he came to Foxborough and he put up a stinker and you wouldn't know why. So I just advanced planning. I think the Pats know what to do. I know Aaron Rodgers is a tough guy to stop. But don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, he just slings the football. And slinging the football alone can't beat the Patriots. Um, I call New England. And I call them covering the spread. 
If the spread's a touchdown. Less than. Uh, I'm riding with DeFeo here. I think Green Bay is going to pull off an upset here. Um, I don't know. I think now you have kind of a solidified backfield. Aaron Jones is now – he's got free reign. He's pretty much the go-to guy, even though Jamal Williams is there. But I think when you have that sort of mindset, that guy might go off. I think he might have a big week. Uh, obviously, Rodgers is Rodgers. Want to trade for him? <laughs> I kind of do. <laughs> kind of do. Um <laughs> But uh, I think like Rodgers is, is is big time, right? He, he, I still think he's the best quarterback in the league. Um, and uh, we saw what they did in 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 LA last week, and they they took the you know if it wasn't for that fumble by Montgomery at the end, they could have won that game. They scored twenty. Thanks, to Aaron Jones. I just I just think the Pats are going to score thirty. Yeah, probably. That's yeah, why I have to fail and, saying take the over. And. If you're comparing the Rams defense and the Pats defense, yeah, that's true. Come on, that's now. but I, I, I do. I think coaching and planning will mean something, especially in New England. It means something. I think if it's a shootout, he'll be ready. The oh, and the uh, trade candidate that you couldn't think of, haha, Clinton. Dix. Right. Ah. Oh man, I might change this pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very. I think the Packers are an average football team, and it's a good thing they play an average football division. Because they're still going to win it, but um, I think the Pats are part of the elite. And once you get into the elite teams, I don't think Green Bay has a chance to beat any of them. And I know we saw Montgomery; he fumbled the ball, but like, I don't know. Montgomery was a bum, and that's why he's at. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, can that's I, a good can call. I say? Can I say that word? You yeah, bum. Yeah. Bum's yeah. a good word. Okay. Bum's a good what word. else yeah. could you say? He is a bum. Like, what else could you How say? How quick they shipped him out of town. After that fumble. You're out, guy. Hey, you dropped the football. Guy, yeah. I forgot. After you pull a little hissy fit on the sidelines, mm-hmm. then you have the audacity not to, to not to take a knee in the end zone and run it out and try to be a hero. You're not a hero. You're a third-string running back on that team. It's not his fault. He used to be wide receiver. They made him a running back. Um, I forgot to mention in our Week 8 recap... Uh, it's magic is back yeah he is back that's weird the beard is back i didn't think i think it was playing that bad oh are you kidding me really? he had four four picks in that game so and it was like what the first half yeah he leads the nfl in interceptions he's terrible that guy might be like jamarcus russell territory yeah. of bust he also is second in the nfl in fumbles loss since 2015 he's he's a pile of trash he is trash there's only one player who has more turnovers than him. But Winston was, since he came into the league, he's plenty of points. Though. Can you name that quarterback? Mm, Peter? No. No. Peter no. Come on. I, yeah, no, I know. It's just, it was just funny. Uh, oh, that's a good question, actually. That's good trivia. That is good trivia. Since since, well, give me the year. Jameis Winston came into the league. What? 2015. 15. So the last Three four years, seasons. Four seasons. He has 91. He has 90 turnovers. Whether it's him fumbling and losing the ball or, or picks. Who and has more? Has and he's never played a playoff game. Andrew Luck. No. It just doesn't include playoffs. I'm just saying he's been. He's never played a playoff game. 90 turnovers. And he's I can only think playoff. of Andrew Luck. No, it's not Andrew no. Luck. Remember, Luck missed the whole season. Yeah. yeah. Right division though. Oh. Blake Portals. Blake Portals. <laughs> The only person more trash than Jameis Winston is Blake Bortles. And Bortles had an amazing year last mm-hmm. year. So that's how bad Bortles was for those years before. Um, 
Let's close out talking about NFL with your <laughs> always interesting power ranking, uh, Smythe, your, your top five. Let's dig into it. And give us your honorable mentions as well. Yeah. Okay. So my honorable mentions this week are the team from Washington. The R-words. Leading the division, playing good football. And the Carolina Panthers, who I really wanted to put in the top five, but I can't. It's, you can't. You just really can't. There's five teams that are better than them. Uh, number five, the Chargers. They got a bit of a cakewalk coming up. Seattle, Oakland, Denver, Arizona. But they close the season out with four tough games. Pittsburgh, Cincy, KC, Baltimore. You have Balt- you have, you have uh, Denver again at the end. But they got they can come out 9-2 and two before they hit the tough part of their season. And they might be far enough ahead that they can they can squeeze into the playoffs somehow. Because that division obviously is amazing. Uh, number four, the Saints. Chance to slay the Beast. Next week they got Cincy, which they'll be in a must win. Then they got Philly, who will also be in a must win. So those are two tough weeks. After that, though, it's kind of smooth sailing. I'm not going to lie. If New Orleans gets it done this week, then winning that division is almost a lock. Here we are. Number three, Patriots. They got three more big games the whole season. They got Green Bay this week, Minnesota week 13, Pittsburgh week 15. Everything else is absolute win territory. If the Patriots lose any games besides those ones at the end of the season, then it'll be, like, amazing. So the worst they're going to finish is 11-5. Good enough to take a division, obviously. 11-6. Uh, yeah. The Chiefs only frill till oh, Thanksgiving. Sorry, my bad. When is Thanksgiving? When is Thanksgiving in the States? 22nd of November. Okay, it's pretty late. Okay. Because uh, I was saying there are Thanksgiving games against the Rams, but that's the 19th. So that's a couple days before. But anyway, right after that, Baltimore, Seattle, and the Chargers. Who's this? Uh, Casey. Oh, they're, no, they're number two. All losable games. Number two. All losables. Um, well, we all know Andy Reid after Thanksgiving. Right, right. right? The thing about, yeah. So I'm like, it's kind of not fair. It's schedule this gets really hard after Thanksgiving. So. If things go awry, like, obviously, number one, we have the Rams. If they escape this next couple of weeks undefeated, they might run the table. They got New Orleans, Seattle, KC, then a bye. After the bye week, schedule's not as hard. If they can get to the bye week undefeated, 16-0 is a possibility. My guess is, though, they don't get out of this week and they lose that KC battle. 14-2 hmm. is not bad. No, it's, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. So there's my top five. <laughs> There it is. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, it's better than it was before. That's pretty. That's what? like, it's hard to debate that. I mean, listen, the Rams being at number one, like, come on, they, how many big games have they no, played? No, I'm not debating the Rams. Well, they no, beat no. The, the Vikings and the Packers. Like, they've they've done. The Rams are the best team in the NFL right yeah. now. You can't, and then, like, the Chiefs number two and New England's three. There's there's really no, I mean, that's that's where no we are arguments. right now. No arguments. That's, that's why I say, like, this week was uneventful because it's kind of like. Nothing happened. This is, you're kind of seeing, you're separating. You know the the weak teams from the good teams, yeah. and the good teams keep winning, and the weak teams keep losing. So, yeah, I think next week we should switch it up, and you should do your bottom five teams. Ah, bottom five. Yeah, I'll do a top five and a bottom five. Sure, I want more screen time. Next week, there we go. It's happening. Ready. I'm still hosting next week, so <laughs> <laughs> the Bills will be the bottom team, no questions about it. Any other last football words we want to? Do you guys have on? a crazy upset of the week? Um, crazy upset for this week. For this week, I only hit. I've only hit one of these. I called the uh, Detroit beating New England, which is a good call. Yeah, you did actually. Matt Patricia revenge game. Yep. Uh, Green Bay beating New England. That's yeah, my, I mean, that's we, my. That's your big that's one. That's my upset. Yeah. Pittsburgh over Baltimore. Not a big upset, but it's not an upset. Uh, if we're talking about gambling, uh, there's some certain lines I like. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago's minus ten in Buffalo. Again, Buffalo has Nate Peterman starting. 
Carolina is only minus six at home against Tampa. Because of Fitz Magic. Because Fitz yeah. is back. Dude, I, I'm not going to lie. I believe in Fitz, bro. I think they cover that. I believe I in think, him. I think Fitzy drops a 30-burger fantasy. <laughs> I, believe, I believe in him. Um, if we're picking tickets, my cover of the week, I think, I think the Browns are going to cover Kansas City at home hmm. this week. I think that game's a rout. An absolute rout. Of course, it looks like that. Yeah, we'll see Checking. how it is. with their... KC might... Uh, no, the Browns don't have the it's not it's not it's not a look ahead game either because casey is in arizona next week which you want to talk about routes that game will be a route <laughs> no, next week um yeah i mean there's nothing really like two like the five and a half for green bay to cover New England is the biggest spread that we're all taking that on, on our picks I don't really see any other upsets other than the the steelers and baltimore minus three is the perfect line because every time they play it's always within three points yeah Atlanta Washington should be a good game. Should be. Right? Could like, be. That might be low. Like Washington one and a half is a little low, I think. Right? I think they might. We're also getting into that time of year where weather starts to play a factor. Yeah, yeah that. that's true. That's you true. Know, All these like fifty yeah. point totals. It's a water, this rain game. It's good old rain games. There's also six teams on the bye this week, so it's yeah. it's tough to choose. I've never here. seen a six team bye week before. Is Last week new? was six as well. Was it is it new though? Or are they just throwing no, like No, it's two, just the, two. it's just the middle of the season, man. Like that, I think they have back to back six team six teams, and it goes like four four, and I think two two, and then Be- yeah. Before we had no week eleven six as well. Before we had it is eh? four yeah, week week twelve is two, and that's week, it. Yeah, yeah. Before week week four till week twelve, we had four teams every week, right? No, uh, week four and week five, there was only two teams on buys this week this year. But I'm yeah. saying before it used to be four every week. Didn't matter what. Now we have twos and sixes. It's weird. Really ruins my red zone. Sundays, right? With these sixteen buys. Okay, let's switch gears. Uh, let's recap baseball. The season is now over. Uh, Sunday night, we saw the season end. Um, the Red Sox went wire to wire as the best team in baseball. They dominated regular season. Pretty much dominated the playoffs. Um, as much as none of us wanted it to happen, it happened. Um, every time. I was like, no, I just can't see them winning. I know they have great offense, but they're 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 pitching. It's not buying it. But they proved us all wrong, and they pretty easily they should have swept that they should have swept that series. It was actually kind of scary how good they were. Like they were just the best team in the league. I don't know how else to say it. Well, yeah. uh, they they could have swept it. It also could have been two two. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, Dodgers jump out to that four nothing lead in Game Four, yeah. and then yeah, that's, and then that was the turning point right there. As soon as they blew it, right? that was yeah. it. Like mm-hmm. it's hard to come back from that. But being up four nothing in the seventh, like that series was shifting. Not saying that was going to go towards Dodgers' favor, but like you know, you go two and two. Well, they and pull, you have they that pull fifth up, game at home and you have with that Kershaw. Fifth game at home with Kershaw. Yeah, you pull that eighteen and you, and you win. And you get, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, get you that have a chance. Wing, you, you have a chance. You get that momentum start yeah. to swing. You, you jump out ch- that four nothing lead, then you really start to get that momentum. If they, if they put that game away, this could be a different World Series, right? Like to be honest, could have ended last night in Game Seven. Yeah, let's be honest, right? That that's where we were. Um, but execution, at the end of the day, Boss is on a different level. Like we talked about how they out executed the Yankees. I feel like a lot of players cost themselves money in that series, like free agents. Well, in base, be. baseball, they don't pay. Well, anybody. on the flip side, you could say a lot of guys made, made some, money some money too. Nadia Valdi being the biggest one. Yeah, and Steve Pierce as well. This is terrible. 
Sorry, we're we're kind we're watching, of we're watching football, we're watching this <laughs> Thursday night football Let's, game where the the Raiders are proving they really are the worst team, in one the of the worst teams in, in football. They're really bad. Um, um, yeah, so Red Sox win in five. Uh, Steve Pearson named the the World Series MVP. Hit the three. steal of twenty eighteen. It's true, and you know, like good for them. Like uh, they they paid a very very small price to get Steve <laughs> Pearce. But I mean, like what what were what was where was his value Jays, at the time? Yeah, there was no value there, him, right? There was like, no value. He's a free agent coming up. He's in his mid thirties. Yeah. Can't he couldn't play every day. Uh, he can't play defense much, although he looked great at first. It's crazy how there's certain players that, like, because I, when Steve Pierce got traded, I'm not going to be like, he's going to be the MVP, but no. I was just like, that's a good pickup. No, for sure. Like, right? A that's, lot of people said that, too. That's like, a good piece right there. Yeah. You know, and he ends up coming out and having a great series. I mean, at the end of the day, how many games are you play? It's only a couple of games. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, uh, as soon as he got traded there, I thought it was a great move. Lefty killer. Kills the Yankees every time he plays them. Mm-hmm. So they when, and when lefties were pitching, wasn't he hitting third? He's yeah, he was right, right up there, in, right in between. Well, they Betts knew. and JD, yeah. which is a very you're going to see some pitches. very comfortable spot yeah. to hit. I, and I what, experience. I don't know in, in baseball the age works in those important sure. at bats. Age is okay. I don't. I will never say I wouldn't put a 24 year old in if I had a 35 year old guy that's been through it mm-hmm. that can go in there and make a hit in front of 60,000 people. And so, also, I mean, David Price kind of exerted any yep, demons team. of of being a, a failure in the playoffs. I mean, okay, we saw against the uh, the Dude, Astros, he kind of faltered shaky. a bit, but yeah. then like, you know, he had that bounce back game where they they won the series, and then uh, Game Two looked great, and then he just kind of helped out here and there in the bullpen, and then you know he eventually was the game winning pitcher for for Game Five. <laughs> And uh, way to boost a guy's confidence, right? For sure. They went from not being able to put this guy in the game to, you know what, you're going to pitch the game. With ha- hats off to Alex Cora, who I thought was amazing. Did a great job. Uh, managing his ballpen, his bench, his lineup, utilizing every single person. There was no wasted roster spaces at all on that team. No. Uh, whether it was from, you know, believing in price again to guys like Brock Holt and Eduardo Nunez with a big home run, pinch hit home run in game one. Uh, Cora, Cora just outmanaged Roberts. He outmanaged everyone in in the playoffs. I was gonna say, like, and and he basically just put Puerto Rican managers on the map because sure. now everybody <laughs> looking for a manager right. is yes. trying to hire a Puerto Rican. So that actually is a great segue. I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. Literally every single team is perfect, trying to hire a Puerto Rican. Uh, guy now. Perfect segue into <laughs> my I'm next topic. To, you know, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but like. No, that's like, not fast literally at all. like every single team now is yeah. a leading candidate. It's a Puerto Rican. Yeah, hey. So we'll hey. segue into the next topic. The Toronto Blue Jays have hired their new manager of Puerto Rican descent, Charlie Montoyo. This guy wasn't even on the radar. No, it's he wasn't funny. even on the radar. They were like, by the way, we're we're gonna interview like, Charlie Montoyo, yeah. and we've hired him. Like, what? Yeah, it was Who like Rocco Baldelli, who went to like, Minnesota, and then there was uh, a couple other guys. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden, this guy's been named the new man. I'm like, who? Yeah, Joe Espada was also on the radar. Now, and Brandon Hyde. Is he the fall guy? But Joe Espada is like, I think he wasn't Puerto Rican. I think he's Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> so he was. There's no reason to get the job. Um, is he the fall guy though? Montoya's gonna come in. He's gonna do three seasons, rebuild this team back to whatever. Then they yeah. let him go. Yeah, it's and they bring in an old white dude. It's, that's it's, gonna take him. Uh, yeah. is, that, is that how it's, it's gonna happen? Glory. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's tough, man. It's it's. 
I mean, I watched his uh, his interview when he when he uh, they did the thing on Monday, the press conference, and he see like it's pretty hard to to root against this guy. Seems like a great guy. He's paid his dues, that's for sure. Yep. He was with the Rays organization from day one in 1997. Um, 18 years as the minor league coach. Yep. Was a third base coach for two years, I think, and then he was the bench coach for the last two years with the the Rays under Kevin Cash. And, um, you know, he just seems like a nice guy. Seems like he knows the game, obviously, a lot. Uh, speaks Spanish, which I, I guess is a big draw. Like, a lot of the people... Well, I mean, like, a lot of the upcoming baseball players, not just on the Jays, but in, in MLB, are, you know, prized Latin players, right? Like Acuna and Well, they said he's, he, spent, he spent 18 years in the minors, and he's going to come here and develop minor league players. Basically, he's developing oh, kids. Sure, sure. Right? So he spent 18 years with them. He knows what to do. It's a great fit. But when they get back to competing... It won't be a great fit. Yeah, I, I think because well, at that point somebody, a bigger name guy, let's sure. say let's say a Terry Francona yeah. becomes available as as the Jays are ready to take that next step, mm-hmm. and then it, it was like the Cubs, right? The Cubs hired that guy when they were in full yeah, yeah. rebuild mode, yeah, and they were losing, they were losing, but they were in rebuild mode. Like yeah. you, you couldn't expect much. Like this guy's literally just out there playing kids every day. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Madden becomes available. Well. Okay, now it's go time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of I feel bad for him in that sense because I feel like we're going to use him and then dump him when we become a contender sure. again, which I, I I don't agree with. I I'll be honest with you, um, but I guess but he that's has how the to know works. he has he, to uh, know he hundred percent somewhere in his little head that he has to know that that might be the plan. But he knows, but who he knows, knows right, right like, now? Like a lot of people are trying to compare the success he could have next year is similar to what the Rays did this year, which I know they didn't make the playoffs, but ninety wins is. Nothing to sniff at, right? I, this division, 90 wins, doesn't do anything. No, you're and, right. Uh, for, you can win as many games as you feel like. You got to be at 100 and, what, six? Yeah, but you Where were what? the Yankees this year? You, 100 dude, wins. 100 Jays, wins. The Jays get... Have a the shot. Jays sniff 90 wins next year, and that that might qualify him as coach of the year. Oh, of yeah. course. The crowning achievement, but you won't touch the playoff. It's insane. No, it's no, insane, no. this division. But at least... If you're sniffing 90 wins, at least the games in September mean yeah, something. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Yeah. Like, think of it. The Jays made the playoffs the two years that Boston and uh, the Yankees were rebuilding. That's it. The well, only if you reason, want to call it rebuild. The only reason Reloading. these guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's the only reason the Jays made the playoffs. Now that those guys are back, it's 101 wins to have a sniff at the playoffs. It's insane. Yeah. Well, look at the Red Sox. They, uh, the Yankees and, and Astros, both 100-win teams, and they yeah. went all over them, right? Like. Yeah. And even like what the Cubs won ninety nine games and they and they even make the they didn't okay, go to the wild card yeah, game. They go, it's crazy, but it's uh, crazy. yeah, I think you, I think Smitty right about him being kind of like the fall guy. Uh, it seems like a pretty safe the Patsy. Yeah, safe safe hire for you know to either hey if it works out he stays. If it doesn't, we all knew he was going to be the guy who was going to go. And then DeFeo also was right about they'll, they'll find someone, like a big name who will be available at that point, whoever it may be at that point. You know what I'm shocked about is you don't hear Mike Matheny available for any job. Well, it seems like he left uh, left the game. Well, it seems like he left a bad taste in like the mouths of St. Louis. It, which seems weird, doesn't it? Cause well, they brought, in, they brought in their guy and they started winning again. Right, and then that guy yeah, got that I guy mean, got hired right away, like to be the full time manager. I guess, I guess is, I guess the, he just kind of wore himself out of town. I, yeah. I don't know. Well, things seems to be going pretty good there for a few years. 
Yeah, you're right. You're right. But they had a bad like a bad start this year, and then as soon as they let him go, they they started winning. They were right in the thick of the playoffs until the last mm-hmm. day of the year, last yeah. last weekend of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, who's left? What teams are still looking for a manager? I'm not sure. Oh, There's man. still like two teams Probably left. The Dodgers soon. Maybe yeah. Maybe. <laughs> That's not called for. Is it though? Is it? Is it not fair to say? It's true, man. You went to World Series two years in a row. And you could is it not fair to say that it, it would appear that Roberts overmanaged? Uh, no, not overmanaged. Just, I think he overmanaged. I, to be honest, I think he, the World Series left, started. This guy left like ninety plus home runs on his bench because a lefty was starting the game. You gotta go with logic you don't at that do point. That. I think once you're out talented, you just make decisions that don't make sense. But they're not really well, out talented. At, at what point was Alex Cora saying Steve Pierce is the best hitter, on, like the hottest hitter on my team right now? I don't care if it's a righty or left. You put him, in, you put yeah. him on, yeah. That, but, and that's that's and a, Steve the, the, Pierce would never play against righties. Yeah, and that's he the difference. He was just a lefty guy. Yeah, uh, you know, in the platoon, and then Cora was like, I don't care who's got the ball. Pierce is hitting you're, because you get he's, in there. You're hot. So you get in there. I'm gonna leave 90 plus home runs on my bench because there's a lefty on them. Come on, that's bad decision making. Right, but it's that's terrible. well, that's why. Muncie, I get he wasn't very good, and Freeze was very good. <clears throat> um, but like to leave Bellinger, I mean Grandall, I guess he can, he was he stunk too. He cost himself some money. Yeah, at one point you have too much talent, you don't know what to do. And they, they, they had a point where they but it's also like trying to get, all these guys get into a ah. rhythm. Overmanaged the bullpen. Yeah, he didn't really, he didn't really do good, yeah. good job with the bullpen. He was bringing Jansen in the eighth inning of every game. Like, you, you have all these starters on their team who they like. Tried. That's how I feel like Craig Council's downfall too. His best reliever keeps bringing him in in the sixth. Like yeah, hater. Yeah, in close games, like you, you need that guy later. Like you don't need that guy to survive the middle innings. You mm-hmm. need that guy at the end of the game when you need to put that on lockdown. Baseball's changed, man. Baseball. If your starter yeah. goes to inning number seven, it's amazing. I also feel like managers now are getting so scrutinized. Like the 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 magnifying glass is the way more on them yeah. so much now because of these like moves. they're just pulling triggers. Bullpens are so bigger. Like they're bigger than they've ever been in the history of baseball, right? Yep. Uh, I mean, they they kind of came into significance in the '80s and '90s, but now it's like your bullpen is kind of like your key to your success and well, how you manage it's it. It's more important than your starters. When do you like? Your start hits ninety five pitches, and you're you're thinking, is it more who's coming in? Because did it help the Yankees to have a great bullpen and a god awful rotation? Well, it, it, it's is it more important than your, your starters? starters? Your starters probably not. Your starters still need yeah, to get guys but your out. starters now are pitching five innings. Well, they Inning don't want to face. They want yeah. to face the, the lineup the third, third time. time. Right? Third time is unless like, they're cruising. Yeah. It's crazy, <clears> actually. I don't know. I don't get it. I, whatever. I feel like if you pay a guy a ton of money. That guy pitches, sure. And if he bombs, he bombs. But hey, he's got to make all the money. But yeah, that's also that's not them. the best way to do it. All these managers are working like in Mr. Baseball. <laughs> yeah, remember that movie? The coach first guy, first guy gets hit by you're out. You're out. <laughs> um, last topic on MLB. Um, three years ago, I would have said this is the greatest free agent class of all time coming up. Uh, and now I'm kind of like, it's a good one. I mean, there's still two heavies. But then there's after that, it's kind of... Potentially four. You think so? Well, if Kershaw's out. I don't think he is. Where is he going to go? Like, I, I mean, saying. sorry, someone will sign him. But like, I don't Everyone think he wants to Potential is there. Yeah. Yes. Right, it's hard to not play in LA, man. If, LA is a great place to live. But he's from Texas. So what? 
No one wants to go where they. Maybe he goes to Houston. Do you want to go buy tickets for your whole family every single <laughs> you year? You go to you go to. The well, Ran- if you get paid enough, you will. You go yeah. to the Rangers. They're gonna open up a new ballpark soon. Yeah. Um, you never know. So, but now we come into this free agency, and some of the guys like uh, a couple years ago, you said like Donaldson, McCutcheon. Uh, you've been like, wow, like this is a stacked uh, free agency. But now we kind of got we got Harper and Machado are leading the way. Those are the first two big names and after that can we say everything else is trash there's some pictures in no, there no, it's else. not trash at all there's a like, lot of good pieces i'm not a lot gonna of say pieces. josh donaldson's trash yeah trash. not yet trash but he's he's on he's definitely Mid-tier going downwards trash. uh so josh donaldson is still one of the premier hitters but he's gonna play 60 games for you in the season how do, how do you know that because he gets hurt every year okay. it doesn't like it's one of can't those wait till we talk hockey smite <laughs> we're gonna get there and i'm gonna I say can't the same wait. thing i'm gonna say the um, same thing uh donaldson just to recap was traded before the uh, the August thirty first first trade deadline. The bringer of player to be named later. Yeah, which actually like I mean he went one for eleven with a line drive single in the playoffs. That's all he did. Yep. Didn't really play much in the regular season for Cleveland. Unceremoniously. Yeah, just and and then you know nobody the, for Cleveland hit though. Let's that's true. Let's be fair. Which they had a tough let's series. Not, let's not pin that on him. Uh, they had a very tough series outside of Lindor. Hit in the playoffs. They had a very tough series. So but here, here are my top five free agents, and, and then you guys. How much money they cost themselves in no. 2018? Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, and you guys can add on to any more free agents you feel uh, can be added to this list. And are we you, guessing potential destinations? Yeah, and we're gonna guess like where do you think they're gonna end up. So I got five right here off the hop. If you guys want to add on any other players, where you think they're gonna go, go ahead. So obviously Harper Machado are number one, two. I think Harper's gonna stay in Washington. Um, I don't know. I don't know if anybody else is going to pony up the money for how much Boris is going to demand for this guy. Um, I would say the other two teams may be interested or not interested, but like who could maybe throw out the money for it and he would go are the Cubs because he's buddy with Bryant. They're both from Vegas. And uh, the Yankees because the Yankees, the Yankees aren't signing him. They've already said they're not signing him. Well, I, don't, I won't they, believe it until yeah. he signs somewhere so, else. Yeah. Where's he going to play? Centerfield. He's only 26. I like Aaron Hicks. I like Brett Gardner. Well, I don't really like Brett Gardner. They are. The Yankees are going to spend their money. What if you could on sign? Pitching. Okay, listen. There, I like you. Wait till we get Kershaw. You could drop the Yankees in there because I'm sure they'd be willing to drive a Brinks truck to his house right now. What if I said to you the Yankees can sign Harper, and then they would trade Hicks or Gardner for some pitching help? You're not going to get a whole lot. Hicks actually will, will bring you something. No. No. I wouldn't. Do okay. It. So I got Harper going to Washington, staying at, staying in Washington. I got Machado going to Philly because they need a shortstop. They what do they? J.P. Crawford. I'm just he's like 20 years old, man. Yeah, but like you're gonna write him off already. No, I'm not. Year? I'm not saying you're gonna write him off, but like if you can get Machado, that team isn't that can far we, away. Can we not argue after the whole Dodger experiment and after 2018? Actually, on the whole. Machado is not a shortstop. As much as he wants to be, I 100% agree. Like his defensive efficiency, he needs to wake up and realize he's a premier third baseman. Yes. He is a below average shortstop. I 100% agree. I don't know why he's so adamant about being a shortstop when his defensive WAR or whatever it is, I saw he was like a three at third base and he was a minus point one at shortstop for the Dodgers. So I don't know why he's like. I'm a shortstop. I don't know why he needs to be a shortstop, but some more value, more money in it for him to play shortstop. I, Look, I don't teams think teams need third baseman just as much as they yeah, need shortstop. Yeah, potentially even more nowadays because there's so many. <clears throat> it, it, like 
back in the the Jeter Garcia Parra sure, era, sure, yeah. there was no shortstops. Yes. <laughs> but now uh, you got shortstops coming everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Lindor, uh, Story, you know, all these big names. Didi, uh, Xander Bogart. It's like, it's just. It's, there's a list. There's a list. Yeah. It's almost like every team's got a, a, mm-hmm. a half decent shortstop now. Wow. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I got, I got Machado going to Philly. Uh, Donaldson, I got Machado going, going to Philly. Machado. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, Donaldson going to St. Louis. I mean, that should have been done two years ago with a trade. But I think he finally ends up there at third. Um, I got uh, Patrick Corbin going to the Yankees, which seems like it's almost going to be a done deal. That's what everyone's saying. Um, that's I don't know, man. That's like He had a career year last year on a free agency year. Always fishy, but <laughs> I, I mean, that, that reeks of a Yankees move. But he's going to get paid. He'll get paid. He'll, He'll be the paid. highest. If, if Kershaw opts out, yeah, Kershaw will be the highest paid pitcher. If uh, Corbin is the only, like if if Kershaw stays in LA, then I think uh, Corbin will be the highest paid pitcher in the offseason. And I threw in a reliever here. Uh, Adam Ottavino is a free agent from the Rockies. He had a very quiet, amazing year last year, like sub two ERA, uh, thirteen strikeouts per nine. Uh, and in this day and age, like we were talking about with relievers being such big cogs to teams. I think he gets paid. I don't think he's going to be worth it, but, but. It's, that's another thing about relievers, too, is they're not always worth it, right? Like you're, If you're paying, like, look at Brett Cecil who got paid $9 million a year to pitch out in nine, St. Louis. $9 million is nothing. But, like, for a reliever, a guy is going to pitch 60 innings a year? Yeah, that's. And, if you, and not a closer? Yeah. Like, yeah. He, and, he's, and he stunk it up this year. Yeah. Stunk it up the last two years. Well, he sucks. Um, okay. Any any other? You guys agree with those destinations? I didn't say where Avi was going to go. I don't agree. I don't, with I don't agree with that. Like I don't go, know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I, I don't know. Go ahead. I I look at Harper. I feel like he's done his swan song in in Washington. He's gone. But I I don't, I don't know where he's going to go. You know what I mean? Like I can see him in a place like a Texas or whatever. I don't see him staying. Right, but I think a lot of movement like the pitchers are going to be traveling. Those are my main like. Like J Hap, where is he gonna go? I don't know. I don't think he's gonna go back to the Jays. No, I don't think so. Because no one wants a part of that. There's, I don't like think he, there's no reason for where the Jays. They're not gonna be successful this year, as much as he might like it there. Does he stay with the Yankees? I'll the Yankees keep him. And then my other guy is Andrew Miller. See, see, he he want to talk about losing money. That guy <laughs> was hurt time. all year. Uh, he's not the same guy he was when we saw him in the playoffs two three years ago. Yeah. Who dominated? He like Josh Hader did this year. Um, where, where do you think, Smite? Where do you think uh, Machado will go then? Uh, Machado, I think he's gonna go to the highest bidder. Yeah, which is who? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I really think that the Rangers have a lot to prove, and they're gonna go bonkers this year, spending money on players. So I, he could end up there. But the I, Rangers like, also need a manager, by the way. I'm always, I'm like, I'm always like, I don't know, like, you know, where are these guys going to sign? Because who knows when to dump the money into them, right? There's no, like, like Machado, Machado's going to play third anywhere he goes. It's, he would like to play no, short. No, he wants stop. to play short. He would like to play short, but eventually they're going to be like, we're going to give you 25 mil and you're going to play third. And he's going to be like, okay. <laughs> like, right? Like, at the end of the day. I think he's looking for more than that. I don't think anyone's going to get more than that this year. They're done paying guys. That's what Bryce Harper's worth it. Machado. JD Martinez yeah. getting twenty five million a year. Yeah, I think Machado can get thirty. I don't know, man. I, but every everyone they've risked thirty on, if you look at it, it's not worked out. 
I, hey, man, I agree. It's a lot of money. So, uh, who's made 30? Granky. Um, Price. Pools. David Price. Pools, I don't think it's no, 30. Miguel Cabrera's in his 30, $30 million. And that's... Stanton. Stanton, well, yeah. Stanton's, Stan what, on year four now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Kershaw. But Kershaw might re-up to even more. Uh, DeFeo, you want to weigh in on any of these... Harper, yeah, Phillies, okay, Machado, White Sox. Wow, really? You want to talk about? Come on, man, Tim Anderson. <laughs> I again, I don't feel that he's a shortstop. White Sox, really? But look at the left side of their infield on the whole. It, White Sox, interesting team because they have a lot of young pieces coming up. Who could that could be a surprise team? I don't know about next year. I'm not saying next year either. Yeah. Or the year after that. Also, if they have the money. Or the year after that. How could I, mean, I don't think that the money's an issue. No, I don't think so either. Okay. Interesting. That's a that's a bold prediction. Yeah, I'm rolling the dice on that one. Rolling the dice there. It was either that or go with both of them to Philly. Ooh. Oh, wow. Imagine that. They have the cash. And it's been it rumored. Is. Well, I've, but, I've heard... I've heard Philly's going to be pushing hard for both. We'll get one for sure. I honestly do not believe. That's Kittle, too. He almost went all the that way. That was like 80 yards. That was legit like 80 yards. He almost went the house, too. Um, I just saw him grab his head, and I thought he forgot the oven on at home or something. <laughs> I got to go. No, or an 80-yard completion to a tight end. Look at this. Ooh. Yeah. No. Oh, no. Just gave him a tap on the shoulder. Still, as he still available by. for trade, guys. I offered a trade and you refused. I said uh, after week nine. <laughs> after week nine, he says. Anyway, sticking to the uh, topic. I also agree with you with Donaldson and the Cardinals. Yeah. Um. What about Dallas Keuchel? Keuchel's probably. I feel he's probably going to go back to Houston. I don't think anyone Keuchel and, and Morton are both free agents on that team. I, I just feel like they're going to bring Keuchel back. Uh, Houston has a lot of free agents this year. Is it time? Are they breaking it up? Breaking up the band? No, they'll be fine. Also, one more reliever. Kimbrell. Kimbrell, yeah. You know what, man? He You want to talk about losing money, too? Yeah. He did not look that good in the playoffs. And he's on the uh, downward the swing of things. What is, I think he's 29, 30 now. You now, see his dad? Yeah, what a... <laughs> I didn't think he could look any sillier than him. <laughs> My goodness. Do you think that teams pay, though, for performance in the playoffs or just the actual Kimber effort to get there? Kimber wasn't very good all year. No. Did they go back to him? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, finish the job off. There you go. I'm going to lose fantasy. <laughs> yeah, to the worst team in the to league. To the worst team in the league. Through Corey? Uh, no, me. Wells. Oh, yeah, Wells sucks, bro. But um, you know he's put an absolute beating on me now. So, yeah. Plus, I took the Raiders on the money line. <laughs> that might be done. <laughs> that might be Thinking done. Thinking this kid who's never thrown a pass in the NFL is ripe for a beating. And Wells already has 20 points. Really? Kittle's got 15. Just to go to your fantasy league for a second, if you have a twenty point you're league, you're in the fantasy league. Yeah, no, you could call it ours. If you have a twenty point league in this league, it's it's over. 
No. 20 points good. up is like is the death sentence nope. in this league. I will not say that at all. Not with my feces. Team. I will I will I will go if I'm up by 20, I can close my thing back. Like, well, this is over and like slap. No, me. listen. Christian McCaffrey is going to is going to drop easy 20 this week against Tampa. Yeah. So that could be that's magic's gonna drop 30 oh my god mind you Mahomes might drop 50 <laughs> so <laughs> it could be a real slug fest it could be between myself and wells in fantasy okay let's get back on topic yeah till i check my fantasy <laughs> yeah let's just give me some more free agents i don't know smite you haven't really chimed in because i feel you're unprepared as usual uh, here's um, the thing when i saw this come uh, up i was like who knows where they're gonna go so I just like brought Ooh, up a list here. Uh, Wilson Ramos. There you go. Everybody needs a catcher, man. I feel like he's destined to be a DH, though. I feel like he's, he's got to stay destined in to be a Dodger, really, because Grandall is garbage. You don't think that Ramos is gonna have to stay in the AL after all of his injury troubles? I mean, he's a solid hitter. I'm not too sure about his his defensive work, but like, I can't see him going to the NL. What about the Moose? Mustakis, yeah. I feel like, you know... He might stay in Milwaukee. He kind of got pooped on this year. Like, nobody wanted to give him any money. Which and, I don't understand. Right? And then, I'd give him more then, money than Donaldson. And then he performed again this year. Yeah, you know what you're going to get with him. He's solid. I, I feel like he's... I think Milwaukee brings him back. So do I. I, feel, that's, I think that's the right move for them. Uh, AJ Pollock. He's interesting. Him and Blackman. Blackman from the uh, the Rockies are both free agents. It's I I mean there's a lot of free agents. A Is lot of Blackman. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck Nasty is a free agent. Yeah, that's an interesting play right there. Is it? <laughs> All right, we're done here with this he, topic. He may go, but I think I think Blackman would stay. Sure. Who doesn't want to stay in Colorado? <laughs> yeah. Get your payday. Uh, let's go to the NBA here. Yes. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> How do you guys feel about DeMar DeRozan this year? Renaissance year for him? He's, it's living, like he's playing with a chip on his shoulder, but he doesn't need to. Like He's living his dream of not having to play defense and just like, yeah. pop learning last year. But so. he's, he's getting the ball, end of the games, hitting the shots, and then he's like saying, this is who I am. I've always been this guy. Yeah, which is, his fault. come on, man. It's not his fault. He's, he's, he had to say something. He's getting cocky. Here's the thing. Let him Pop get Pop and LaMarcus Aldridge had an issue last year where um, Pop was trying to change who Aldridge was. Aldridge is an all-star NBA player. He yeah. is who he is. You can't change him. Pop learned a lesson. He said, I learned from that. I get DeMar DeRozan. I'm not going to try to make this guy defend. I'm not sure. going to try to change this guy. I'm going to just let this guy be who he is. That's my piece. And figure it out. Under that kind of system, DeMar DeRozan flourishes. Sure. Right? It's it's an easy win for I guess all involved, technically at that point. But I'm not I'm not trying to talk about his role. <clears throat> I'm talking about his attitude right now. He's always arrogant, man. There's other there's there's a difference between being confident, arrogant, and just like cocky. You know, he's he's being cocky. That's okay. What do you want from the guy? He's but averaging like, thirty a game and nine assists. What do you want from him? Would you like him to be really? Yeah. Well, he's thriving under the Popovich mid-range jump shot game. Yeah. He's playing 37 minutes a night. He's on the court the whole time. Yeah. yeah listen, pump his tires all you want. <laughs> Guess what he does in the playoffs? Exactly. Disappears. And they're going to learn. DeMar DeRozan is the epitome of empty promises. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm, He's I'll, the best 82-game player in the NBA. Right? Because when it comes down to crunch time... Game 83. He vanishes. Right. And so can we say... He's a Sunday scary is what he is. <laughs> so can we say... Maybe he's just waiting for his David Price moment. Wow. No. No. Can we clap for Wells for bringing that up? Why? It's been what to shed his playoff it's, demons. It's been nine years. Maybe this year in the playoffs he's great. We don't know. No. Well, guess what? In the playoffs they play defense. He still doesn't do that. It's a good point. He still can't hit threes in the West. He's that's not even. Be he's essential. not even shooting them anymore. Because at least in Toronto last year he was taking them. He's not taking them anymore. That's no, out of this game. San, uh, San Antonio is, I think they're they're like bottom three or bottom two in the league for three point percentage this year. Well, their two best players don't shoot it. Now they lost their point guard. Who, first of all, he's a great point guard. He's long. He defends. He shoots decent. Patty Mills can't carry it by himself. They're not a good three point shooting team. Demar Derozan's great in the regular season. Everybody in Toronto misses him. Boo hoo. No, you know what? Okay, everyone. No had... one in Toronto misses him. No, it's over. It's we we liked him. He was a nice guy. No, everyone misses him. They don't regret that trade. Oh no, <laughs> not for a no. second. Yeah, we will miss him next year when we don't have anything. Yeah, yeah. next year we'll miss. Until now, Kawhi comes back, this will be... I am still a firm believer that Kawhi Leonard. If the Raptors make the NBA Finals. Kawhi Leonard returns to the Raptors. I think I'm a firm, firm believer. I will, I will, and I'm going to go off on a little tangent here. I think Kawhi Leonard is going to look at the city, look at the scene, look at the status of racial harmony or whatever the crap comes to Toronto, and he's going to say, the "Melting pot." I what can, you're looking for is melting. Pot. I can ride this for five years. 100%. I can be God here for the next five years. In and Toronto. look at the players he's playing with. All these young guys on the on the come up that are performing. Very, very well. He can take off every other back to back night if he feels like it and win half of those games. Oh, he's no one's saying anything he's to this guy. Pampered right now. This guy, and yeah, he's you like, know what? You cannot blame I, anybody. No, though. no, the guy no. played like eight games last year. Yeah, baby him. This, all well, this is what I said. Year. I made this comparison last week, and I don't know if you heard the episode, but I was saying how they're treating Kawhi like you're dating someone out of your league. Yeah. They're going through all the stops. They're doing. They're checking all the boxes, doing everything they can to try and keep this guy here. Which I don't blame them at all. No. And there won't be. A, I don't. When are they going to push this guy? There's zero push right now in this team for this guy. Because they there a reason to no. Because no. they're thinking when the playoffs come, this guy wants to win. He's not on the same level as Demar Derozan. Where Demar was like, hey, hopefully I have a good game. This guy's like, I'm going to go out there, drop thirty points, grab seven rebounds. Two or three he assists. He doesn't even need to drop 30 points. Uh, he doesn't need to, but he would like to do. He likes doing sure. that while shutting the other guy down. That's who he is. And if you have a guy who's targeted like that, everyone falls into place, as we're seeing right now. These guys lost one game so far because they couldn't get it done without Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Right. And Milwaukee's a great team. Well, they but, didn't have Giannis. Yeah. But, the uh, you know, scrubs getting scrubs, I guess. What, what are you going to say? <laughs> scrubs. They, they're scrubs one. But, um... They, this Raptors team is going to ride this guy. And I think somewhere in the season, Kawhi Leonard is going to say, I'll take max money and I will play here because this is easy. If I don't want to play, I send a text message to the coach in the morning be like, hey, I'm not playing this game. Yeah. They're fine with it, right? I'm going to take all the endorsements. I'm going to take all the love. I'm not going to talk to anybody because when I all talk, right. they make fun of my laugh, which you know, <laughs> that wasn't that was not appropriate. But here we are. I want to just kind of sidestep the whole Kawhi thing because I feel like we've talked about it a lot already. Um, 
Yeah, we talk about Demar. Uh, next, I want to talk about uh, what's going on with the Wizards. What's going on with the Rockets? Because they are they're Wait, trash. Before we get off the Raptors, what about Kyle Lowry? Kyle Lowry's his best great. basketball his career. Serge Ibaka's playing like he's from OKC again. Um, this is what happens when you put a really good player on a team, and you first of all, you have a team that played all summer, mm-hmm. you have a team that's committed to winning. Now, you you got better. Every other, a lot of other teams got worse. Wait till they get the, their injured players back. Right, this team got better. They were a top team in the league that got better over the off season. They're all thinking right now NBA championship. Yeah, because they, sh- they shed away the the stuff that was holding them back from winning. Demar Derozan and Dwayne Casey. That's that's not fair. But keep that's that's one hundred percent fair. Okay, well you that's just as accurate. You just as it gets right you there. just ride that all the way. Well, it's so they accurate. had so many chances to do it with those guys, and it didn't work out. Yep. And they weren't we even all close. asked them. They we weren't all, even close in the off season. All we asked for, or at least myself, I was like, get rid of the coach, and you know, if you can make that splash for Kawhi, do it. And they did it, and they didn't give up. I mean, they gave up the Rosen. They but, didn't give up much. But they we're also to not, give up the Rosen. But we're also not talking fine. about Danny Green. Yeah, who was. Everyone thought it was a throw-in in that trade, and he's become one of the more important pieces. Yeah, to be, compare to be, that piece to Pearl. Danny Green. Yeah, you Danny, know what I mean? Like, Danny Green is the win of this trade. We got two starters. Let's not, let's not yeah. right? We also got an over 40% three-point shooter, where yeah. this team shot a lot of threes and did not make a lot of threes. So we got an elite three-point shooter who was injured last year, which he said, which is the same reason that Kawhi left the team, because they weren't taking care of guys when they got hurt. So you get a Danny Green who's now healthy. You have Kawhi Leonard for Demar Derozan. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen a win like this before in basketball. I'm gonna say it like that. Best trade in the last five years. In jubilation. Yeah, and they will be in May. Now, hopefully can, June. Like, now we can talk about yeah. Well, the I just dysfunctional teams of the NBA. Yeah, yeah, Wizards and well, I mean, like there's a lot, but like the Wizards and Rockets should be doing work, and they're not. Dwight Howard might play his first game tomorrow. And do you think that's going to change the fortunes of the Wizards? Or? No. I, here's the thing. I, like, I, like say all say the, what all you want. All the fortunes he's changed before. <laughs> say what you want about Dwight Howard. He's 16 and 12 every game. Okay? Sure. But the Washington Wizards could use 16 and 12. The Whoever they have in place of him at center right now is not the same guy. Gortat? Now, No, he's not playing. He's not there anymore. No? Where is no, he? I don't know where he is. He's not there anymore. You Now you have to mesh those guys together. You have to find chemistry, all that stuff. I'm not saying the Wizards will be great, but if Dwight Howard is healthy, they'll be okay. The Houston Rockets, on their hand, they're in trouble. Guys don't want to play there. The Carmelo effect, yeah, I, I like to call it. I would, you know what? Where losses follow him everywhere. I it's love true. Melo, but this you Houston love Syracuse Melo. You love Denver Nuggets Melo. You don't love. 2018. No, 2018. Mello. Well, he's a bench player. He camps the bench, does his thing, whatever. He's gonna take shots. It's fine. But um, Chris Paul doesn't want to play. James Harden doesn't want to play. I don't know what these guys are doing right now. They should have like they offered four first round picks for Jimmy Butler. That's crazy. So they have for a competitive team, just so they have a team that could, could compete. No, not for one year, because you will pay Jimmy Butler max when you think about it. You're paying Harden. You pay Butler, right? You get rid of Chris Paul. Chris Paul is the worst waste of money, and I don't think he's a <laughs> I don't think he's a bad player. Don't get me wrong. But that guy's old. He gets hurt. He's just everything about that guy spells you're not going to get it done. Right? In the playoffs last year, you had Golden State down 3 2. And what happens? Pulls his hamstring. He sits out game six and seven. We lose. We're done. Every year that guy's hurt. 
why are you giving this guy money? It doesn't make sense. Do you think bringing Jimmy Butler in would rectify it? I think it would just make matters worse. Yeah, like, For, sorry. That, the attitude he carries with him, uh, it's historically known now. You can bash your teammates. He did it in Chicago, doing it in Minnesota. Uh, you know, he's he's kind of like a boogie cousins now. He's a serial loser. That's what he is. Don't get me wrong. Jimmy Butler's been no playoffs one time in his career. That year was last year in Minnesota. And then he just took a dump on that whole team. But your future of your team, if you're going to go James Harden, Jimmy Butler, Clint Capella, you're competitive. But they're not... Until it goes sour that, and Jimmy Butler turns into a, a cancer. Again. But that, that offer that they they made for Butler is only guaranteed one year of Butler. Yeah, but if they have max money, they'll pay him. All Jimmy Butler wants is max money. Where do they have the max money? It. You already said they only want to pay him max money. Not Houston. Hey, wherever he goes, that's why he wanted to go to the three teams, the lowest. Yeah, team. yeah, yeah. And that's not one of the three teams. Well, I'm guessing Houston can make it work where they can pay him. But if if you trade, if you make that trade, if you trade four first round picks for Jimmy Butler, you're planning to give this guy a contract. Sure, maybe right? there's like some sort of agreement where they're yeah, sign. they're they're ready to give this guy a contract. But all I'm saying is that like, I don't know if anything can save these Houston Rockets that's this a year. A lot too for him. Like, well, if the picks are going to 2025. Who cares? At well, the 2020, point. what, 2021 or 2020, that draft is a double draft year yeah. because they're going back to high school players being eligible. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to give up that draft. Pick. No, no, because LeBron's kid's coming in that draft. But it's also, you're getting two, you're getting freshmen and you're getting high school so seniors. LeBron's kid's coming in that draft. That's what I'm saying. LeBron's, kid's, LeBron's kid, Scottie Pippen's kid, and Kenny Martin's kid are coming in that draft. And they will go to the Probably NBA. Probably Shaq's kid. I didn't think. Any other kids going something? in there? I don't think he's that good. Maybe John Stockton? I don't know. Shaq's kid? Shaq's kid was crazy high recruited at, uh, to Arizona. Oh, but yeah. he has like, um, he has, but he had to like sit out this year. He got hurt. So he has to sit out this year. So I assume, gonna go, I assume he's going to go back to school because he didn't want to hurt his draft. Oh, so he'll still be in. He'll still be before whatever this draft is. Well, depending, right? I don't know yeah. how serious, like how long it's going to take him. But he was crazy high recruited. Yeah, but they're saying four years from now is the Shaq, the Shaq's kid thing. looks like Shaq did in college. Oh. Like the athleticism is crazy. LSU. Yeah. NBA is a mess right now. They, they, to be honest, they should be like, this is the year we're doing it. Because right now they're like all over the place. They're trying to handle the Vegas betting. The NHL just got Vegas betting. Yeah, quick, MGM. Quick aside. Good for them. Yeah, so let's... I mean, like you gotta figure these guys bounce back, right? Like, no, no, no. Houston's done. You really think so? Yeah, Houston's done. Houston is Houston's hundred percent. They're done because James Harden already got his MVP. I don't think he needs to put another MVP season together. I think he's gonna call it a wash. Um, Washington, they suck. I'm not sure I'll say it to you. They got John Wall. They got Bradley Bill. I think one of those guys gets moved this year. Yeah, I would think so too. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, one of them has to go. Yeah. I think John Wall is the one. Yeah, I think they make a move. I'm, I'm concerned about Houston just because of the teams they have to play on a nightly basis. That's also no, true. They're getting pumped. But the, the East is just as so good. So for them to turn it, but for Houston, such, Don't a, say that. such a good team out of Houston. Don't say that. Why? Don't say that the East is just as good because Why? it's not. It's Outside not. of Golden State, who are the best teams in the NBA? Yeah, but like that's because they're beating up other teams you're on the East. You're going to say Toronto, and you're going to say Boston. Those are all Milwaukee's not a top four team, I don't think, in the East. They're undefeated, so you, you can't really say that. Come on, man! Like, uh, can no, you say it's that? not. They're not going to stay that way. They're not going to. Oh, obviously, no team goes eighty-one. But I'm saying, 
right now, they're one of the best teams going. They got a great coach. They got a great system going. They're a good team. They do have a good coach. That's the one the Rogers wanted, right? Yeah. Budenholzer. Yeah. If you look at the West, you outside of Golden State, Houston's gone. Okay. You got Utah. Utah's a good team. Denver looks Denver great. Denver right looks now. good. They look good, but are they better than Toronto and Boston? Are they Fly better up. than Philly? Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. But there's still like there's Portland, there's Minnesota, Denver seven one. Yeah, Denver looks great, man. Denver looks awesome. I I, I say that, but are they going to stay that? Memphis is even surprising people. They're winning games, but they're not good. New Orleans. I mean, Anthony Davis. I think you're right. Oklahoma City. When Westbrook is back to full health, they're a scary team. They're still deeper. Don't get me wrong. But I think your elite teams. You still have you elite teams in the East this year. No one's mentioned the Lakers yet because because they're trash. Suck. Because they're trash, that's why. I they're agree. Trash. I agree. But they they looked like they figured their starting lineup out um, um, last night. They got their guy. You start. Who? You they got McGee. They got Ball. They got uh, LeBron, obviously. Um, they got Kuzma, Kuzma, and Ingram. That's your starting five. Yeah, that's a good. That's what it should be. Mm-hmm. Any First other? Game they all started together. Any other? starting five. Surprises or. I mean, I know we're only two weeks in here, but anyone else, anything, any players, any teams catching your eye? You know how this league works. You know your players are right away. The Utah Jazz look good. Not as good as everyone thought, but they look great. They look the great. Blake, Blake Griffin's kind of having a comeback year here. Yeah, he's having a good year. But it's all the way in case he has, so he's going to ride that out. Yeah. Um, Derek Rose dropped him. 50 last Derek, Yeah, that's Yeah, good. that was a throwback. That, that was, was beautiful. He cried. Yeah, he did. As and, he should, man. And I would have cried too if I was there watching in person. I'm very sad that I I saw it, like after on the replays, because I'm like, yo, that guy. All the talent in the world, that guy. He yeah. He ran into a lot, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very happy for him. I'll say it like that. I've never. Yeah, it's one guy I would. I'm not gonna wish ill will about uh, against because yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Really. Yeah, this is the guy who signed the league veteran minimum last year for 2.5 million to play in Cleveland. Just to play. Just to show you. How far he's gone from being what 2011 the MVP, 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 the Cute. MVP in the LeBron era. Yep, he beat LeBron. LeBron like look at all the LeBron, Melo, Durant. Everyone was in the league at that point, and he was creme de la creme. Yeah, he was the top. And then to to go down to league minimum to sign with the the Cavaliers last year and just have a write off of a year, then come back now with I guess he's got some sort of thing with Thibodeau that he loves him. So well, he, he played. He, he's played well in Minnesota. I'm not in not elite All Star level, but he's been serviceable. So to see him have a game like this, um, I don't know. I yeah. I, I was emotional. I didn't cry, the, but I was like, shit. No, it was like a good for him. Yeah, it's good, a for, good that for him. You kind of hope that he can string a bunch of. Not and, obviously, he's not dropping no. fifty again. But but if he starts dropping ten and ten. Yeah, you know, and is becoming a key factor for Minnesota. Yeah, and they start winning ball games, then maybe it matters. To and be honest, may, it means something. Then you should you know? probably start him at the two in that team because you got Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague's your guy, but after Jeff Teague, <laughs> you can start Derrick Rose. Then you can start. What's the Canadian kid's name? Wiggins. 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 He's a bust. Right. Then you can start. Uh, Remember when the Raptors fans were all like, "Yeah, he's a free agent. Him. We'll yeah, give him max money." Him. He's not a bust. Is that how Raptors fans sound? Yeah. Yeah. He's just not. He's <laughs> just not worth forty million a year. That's all it is. He's. It's not his fault. He doesn't suck. He's just not forty million. 
He's he's Carmelo, except mm. he doesn't score at that pace. If you can bring him here for five years at twenty million, you do it. I really hope Rowan Barrett does not go first overall next year. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's he a is, lock. He is the best he player. Man. He is because the, look at all the, the Canadians have gone first. I know, overall. I know. They've but, stunk. But this kid is the best player available right now, and yeah, that kid's at NBA. That's what talent. they said about Wiggins. But and listen, well, listen, when they, Bennett. Well, you know what? The bad thing was that's insane. Bennett was a fluke. They shouldn't have. They shouldn't have done that. That was insane that they did that. That draft class kind of maybe was it's not just ideal. Cavaliers taking but Canadians. If you look, if you look, although they might take, they might have the first pick next. They were the first <laughs> with, with Wiggins when he was going number one. His only competition to go number one was Jabari Parker and like a Parker. Well, yeah, yeah. Who would you rather have? He no. He was the he. He's the best player in that draft. That was not a good draft. Which one was that? 2014? Let's yeah. bring it up. Barrett. I think Barrett's the real deal. Barrett is he's the at, real he's deal. He's at Duke destroying. Here's the thing, though. Barrett might not even be the best player on his own team. Yeah. <laughs> the number two picks also is also coming from there. But I don't know, man. So is Kentucky a must-watch team? They're Duke. Duke, sorry. They're the number one team. They'll be number one all year. And then they'll choke in March because a team of freshmen don't do in March. No. Oh, oh, there it is. Oh, the first swear. You've ruined everything I've worked so hard for. Facts. You know what? <laughs> this is part of the hijack, all right? Embrace it's part it. part of the hijack. Embrace Get it. Get it together. Part of season three, I'm also going to pitch for explicit language. Uh, you know what? Like, enough of this not keeping it. Like, keep the, keep the damn show authentic already, okay? Nash, if, they're, if, they're, if the teams, <laughs> if the teams doo doo, I'm gonna call them doo doo, but I'm not gonna use the word doo doo. I'm gonna use the word for doo doo. It's gonna be like Nash. Uh, Joel Embiid was in yeah. the uh, only two. Only two All Stars were taken in this draft. Joel Embiid was in that draft. Yeah, that's okay then. Sorry, one All Star. Yeah. Well, if the Cavs drafted Joel Embiid. Yeah, what? They'd probably be in a different place. Yeah. <laughs> this was a bad year. It was not a good draft. I, I will say that, like, you did the best That's you can. Bad, like, there's a lot of busts here. Yeah, you, should do, you did the best you can, Cavs. And get Julius Randle. Yeah. Well, Julius yeah. Randle's Nick Stoskis. okay. I like Stoskis, too. They're what? serviceable. They're not stars. No. Which we have to get away from. A lot of Canadians from. in that draft, too. Yeah, the draft has one or two we stars. We were like... We thought we made it. We're like, yes, Canada, finally. Stoskis, Wiggins, Ennis. Um, Smythe. Doug McBuckets was in that. Yeah, Yeah, he was, yeah. He's still doing all right. Nothing wrong with him. Um, Smythe, top five time. (sighs) So, okay. I know when we do top five, we always try to outdo each other and do the best top fives. I think this is the time. I think I'm going to do the best top five that's ever been a top five in the history of top fives. Well... So, give it to us. My top five this week is the top five indie bands. Oh man! To listen to if you want to understand what indie rock is about. How okay? is this the top? How is this gonna be top? I don't know. It's great. Now it's gonna be top because I've created a playlist on Spotify. If you search Team Podcast, oh, look at ah, this! Right? Wow, he's tying it there in. There you go. Now you have songs from all of these bands. So you can take a listen. You can actually get a feel of what indie rock is supposed to be. They don't have swear words. No, no swear words in the song. <laughs> You've listened to every song? 
and there's... gone through every single lyric of the song and there's not one swear no, word. No, there's definitely swear words. Oh, um, okay. So that's acceptable. Right, yeah. Because it's authentic. Yeah, well, and oh, you okay. can't play the songs on the air. It makes sense. Um, just, just clarifying. I also, um, basically, I was going to put like five songs every band, but I just ended up throwing in more. So if you guys go on Spotify and type in the Team Podcast, you're going to see the Team Podcast top five as to say indie songs to get what indie songs are. And then you guys can listen to that playlist and you guys can just hear what I've created. So that's a great aside. Sure. Um, so I have two honorable mentions. I'm sorry. It's just the way this Top thing seven. goes. Yeah. Anyway, so honorable mention number one is The Beaches. The Beaches are a Toronto band, an all-girl band. Have you heard the Let song? Let me guess they're from The Beaches. Yeah, no. Have oh. you heard the song Money or a T-shirt? Can't Do I listen I to country music? Oh, my God. You're going to razz me as you're about to... to yes, in, I get to razz you. In Toronto's latest Hello Kitty indie <laughs> rock band. No, no, no. The Beaches are they're legit. They're fantastic. Not, like the not pus- legit enough to make top five. Like the yeah. Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, they're not like that at all. They're an actual, yeah. they're an actual band. They're very good. Um, listen to T-Shirt. That's number one. Number two is Money. You guys got to play those two songs. If anything else from them... You'll get a feel of what they are. You get a feel of what India is. My second band that didn't make the list, but you know they're great. Foster the people. You guys know Foster people are. Yeah. Pumped up kicks. Yeah, they're indie. Okay. Here's why I consider indie like songs that are rock, but they're not going to make your top Billboard list. They're not going to be top list. Well, they did. They're independent. Pumped up kicks did. Don't get me wrong, but they've had three albums. Okay. The other two albums you've never heard anything from. This feels from like such a loophole that you're putting in your top five now. Just I'm just, with it. just throwing in popular, <laughs> the it. best bands of all time. Okay, um, number five, Metric. Metric, another band, Canadian band. Have you heard of them before? Of course not. Are I you have. serious? I listen to country music. Oh my god, you're not part of the segment. Anyway, uh, I don't per- want to be part of the segment. <laughs> <laughs> Metric, fantastic band. See, um, this segment is supposed to convince him to be a part of this. I, exactly, right? So you're going to listen to Help I'm Alive. Nothing. No guy. Oh, my God. No keep going, dice. man. Keep going. This is yeah, your top yeah, five. No, Embrace it, bud. Yeah, no keep, keep pitching me. No keep pitching dice. me. Let me give you a couple more songs in here. I want you to write them down. You keep throwing want, it out you, there. You gotta, maybe you gotta I'll go catch in. something. You nope. got to go in and listen to them. That's their whole, like, this is the whole play right now. So just give us a list. No, no, I'm going deep. Have you reached out to any of these local bands? I've reached out to all those bands. They're not local. Jesus, Metric you, is huge. You said local. No, well, said they're, they're Canadian. Oh, some, That's oh, okay. They're oh. Canadian. Okay. That's so number four, local. not Canadian. We got Queens of the Stone Age. They're not indie. They're indie. Oh, my God. They don't man. They don't hit the top five. They're not like top of your billboard charts. There's an asterisk beside it. No, they're, they're a band. They're a band, and if they come out, it's underground. Like the way you used to never hit top. You want to know how I know this one in indie? Because I've heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't Busted. do. No, they when they come, they don't do like they don't do the ACC. They're not that big of a band. Lots of there. artists don't do the ACC. Not, it not doesn't the big make them indie. Yes, it does. Anyways, keep going. If you're not playing the big places, keep you don't going. Get to be indie. Okay. Um, Silver Sun pickups. Yeah, I number know three. Too, yeah. yeah, number three. Fantastic band, Can't four switch. albums deep. Um, everything's good. You can you can play those guys forever. Um, they're very deep. I like their music. A little emo, good stuff. Heard of them? No. You're the worst, bro. You suck. 
Number no, two. I've heard of the non-indie band that you put on the indie band list. <laughs> <laughs> Number That's two. True. Tokyo Police Club. Underrated. That's fan- a clothing company. Yeah. Huh? Fantastic. Fan- Canadian. Fantastic band. They're like. I, I honestly them. believe that that was a clothing brand. Tokyo uh, Police Club? It just sounds like. It just sounds like clothing. Oh, my God. You, you got to play. Anyway. Um, great band. Number one. The Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> it's close, though. Oh, Radiohead. They're not indie. They're indie. They play DCC. They do. They're big enough. But oh, oh, so they're big enough. Now, when the Radiohead releases a record, how many times do you hear them on the radio? You don't have to, though. Exactly. So you the, don't have this to. Is the, this is, it's not their this fault. This top five is brought to you by Balco. Yeah. Right? I'm doing a protest on this um, list. <laughs> Radio has potentially the greatest band in the world that you've ever heard of before or you haven't heard their music. You check them out. Dude, I've heard of them, so they aren't indie. I know you've heard of them, but it doesn't mean they're indie. It means that like they're not charting. They're not on the radio every day. When you hear their singles, they're all different. Their evolution in music is on another level. They are perhaps the greatest band in the world. Next week, I want a top five country artist. No, no, we're not. We're never doing that. Why? Why are you discriminating? Because we just don't like country like that. I thought that we are all open on. It's going to be Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks. Garth, Garth Brooks. Brooks should make a top five. <laughs> <laughs> he's a legend. He, he is a legend, but he is Garth Brooks. Who's the guy that sings Red Solo Cup? Because that's my Toby number Keith. one. Toby, Toby Keith is number one for me. That's the top. I bet you I could get you like two, maybe three country artists, and you would easily bump out your little Indian no, fun no boy way. bands. No way. No way. That, and you'd be like, this okay. is legit To fail, you're going to go through my playlist one time, and you're going to be like, I get it. No guy. I get it. I get it. That's it. If you want to get indie rock music, you're gonna put that playlist on. I wish we were on camera right the now, through. so the so the people listening could just look at my face face as I'm trying to fail. You're gonna get it. I, I need you to. We're gonna run through the playlist one time. Next week, do country. All right. Next week, someone will do country. You'll do country. I will listen to your playlist if your top five next week is country artists that you've recently discovered in the next seven days uh, toby keith garth brooks all all taylor swift she's not country she's <laughs> as country as radiohead is indie radiohead is very indie they're not man. let's start with that they're very indie oh no i'll kick some artists your way you give a couple samples uh, to it and then you you compile your your top five we'll make a country rock uh, playlist for you indie country Ooh. indie country <laughs> okay Let's. We got two more subjects here. Let's go to NHL. Not much to say, but uh, Leafs lost Austin Matthews for four weeks at least to a another shoulder injury. Yep. Exact same injury that he hit last year, yep. but the other arm. Yep. Is Austin Matthews now becoming Mister Glass? Should we worry about this? Yep. I guess that answers that. I I okay, said next subject. No, I said at the start of the year. What did I say? He might be the guy to go. Okay, but, but part of the reason he's not why, going anywhere. But here's part of the reason why he never plays 82 games. Well, this is his third year of not playing 82 games. He takes 20 games. McDavid off. hasn't played 82 games in his first two years. Okay, but he played what 79, 81. No, he Austin, missed like five weeks in his first year. Austin no, he Matthews, missed like eight weeks in his yeah. first year, broke his collarbone. Right, right. he broke his in collarbone. a freak accident. Right, Austin not, Matthews not misses taking a little bump. 20 games every year. No, dude, he doesn't miss 20 games every year. He missed 20 games last year. And the year before that. 
No, he didn't miss 20 games. And he'll miss 20 that. games this year. Anyway, my point is is that he's a good player, but you're not giving him the whole time. He's if a you, great player. If you're going to move a guy for some solid defense, he's the guy that's going to get you the most traction, and he's the guy that's going to hurt your team the least. Okay. He, before we delve any further into this topic, Austin Matthews is not going anywhere. I, so There is okay. no way he's going anywhere. I get it. If he was going somewhere, then Will and Nylander would have be already signed been signed by now. by now. Yes. Because it'd be like, well, if we're not going to sign Matthews, then like, let's just Bro, remember throw the Kyle money Dubas over. is three years younger than me, sitting down like, what am I supposed to do about this? No, I'm sure I he knows he's what he's doing. Pull the trigger. I was talking about the guy who signed John Tavares. Like, John Austin, Tavares is like, I really like to play in Toronto. What can you do for me? And then he figured it out. I'll take a pay cut. Sure. Thanks. Yeah. But like, uh, Matthews is not going to go anywhere. My concern is, is he... Are these freak accidents, like you were saying with McDavid, or are these just signs of a guy who's just injury-prone? He's the next he, he, Eric Lindros. Cam he gets Lee. hurt every year. There's no question about that aspect of it. That's got to mean something, right? We've never seen... It's, it's so weird, though, in, in this day and age, NHL, where hitting is like so rare, right? Like Yes, that's why it's a problem. Right, Lindros was playing in the age where people were For trying sure. to kill him. Yes, and he, and he was, was trying to kill people everybody. too. Exactly, I get it. You're gonna have a lot of concussions if you play that kind of hockey, right? Look at Crosby. Crosby gets hit five times a year. Concussion, sat up for two years. Who is that? That's broken. Um, it's not Kiddo. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I feel like some players aren't as durable as others. I think Austin Matthews is a guy that consistently gets hurt. That's, I wouldn't say consistently. I would say he gets hurt once a year, and when he does get hurt, he misses significant time. Yeah. Now, come June, July, August, he's going to want McDavid money. Is he now worth McDavid money? Probably not. He's not McDavid, despite what the people in Toronto will say. No one should make McDavid money because McDavid's the best player in the league. But every year the cap goes up and salaries adjust. Money becomes available. Not, not necessarily that money becomes available, but like times change, right? Like what McDavid signed for two years ago is not what the best player in the NHL is going to sign for, you know, two years uh, McDavid from McDavid will always be the best player in the I agree. NHL. I agree, but that is not his – what he makes is not – the the benchmark for what people should be making two years after he's made that deal. Is right? there anybody in the league that should be making more than he makes? No, but circumstantial will. Well, I mean, Sidney Crosby so makes eight point seven million dollars a year I'm right now. I'm not saying he's not underpaid, but, but, but when he signed more, it, but when he signed that deal, it was a, it was a very lucrative. deal. Yes, correct. exactly. Yes. When Taze and Kane signed their deal for ten million each year, like it was lucrative. But now you look at it and you're like, ah, oh, it's you know, I mean, they're okay. not the players they were before, but like. It's it's just the way the salary cap works in this league, right? Like it keeps going up, uh, salaries getting changed. But should he be the highest player in the league? No. But should he, he be top he's five? Due, yes. He's due a contract this summer. Yes. Does he get McDavid money? No. He wants McDavid money. But the problem is, is you that, know he wants McDavid yeah, but, money. Yeah, but they can't sign everyone to the money they want. We we're watching this with Nylander right now. What you would like to get, it's not available if you want to play on this team. And some players are going to decide that playing on this team is not worth it. They'd rather take the money. Is Arthur Matthews, is he that guy? 
Austin. They will sign him, but he's not getting a bridge contract, obviously. No. He's going to get a long-term deal. No one. Police will give it to him. Well, How Marner, much it is, Marner wants a contract I, this year, Marner, too. Marner is... is going to come off a 90-point season, so... We don't know that because they're not scoring right now. Right now. Don't don't worry. He's going to come off the best season of his career. And he's going to want money. Yeah, he is. Yeah. It's quiet right now. Everyone's quiet right now on this team. They lost again tonight? I didn't see that. So that's two straight games they've lost where they've oh, only no. scored one goal. They've lost two games in a row. This they haven't horrible. scored a goal in the first and second period at home in the last three games. It's, there's a lot of flags here. A lot of what's going on. After such a hot start, obviously that wasn't going to be maintained. And then you lose Matthews, arguably the best player on the team. Is it like, do we panic? <laughs> I don't think we panic because the season's long. And as long as you get yeah. in the playoffs, you're fine. And if you get in the playoffs, you got to be Boston, you got to be Tampa. Yeah. So Which I don't matter. think they can right now. Yeah, it doesn't really matter at that. At the, even if you're number one, you're playing both those teams. So who cares? Um, but I think they're not as good as we thought they were. If one player turns them, it's into, any sport. You look at the start they had, and you knew they were going to keep it up. You look at now and how bad they've been. You know that can't be the way. So they got to find middle ground, right? So they'll be in between that. I still think. I don't know, man. Like, can they beat 105 points that they did last year? Because that's where they were last year. They should, but they could. Well, if Matthews comes back healthy and but they go back to being great, then their defense. You won't know that until Christmas. Their exactly. defense still no bueno. It's not that bad but though. Pittsburgh's like, the same way. No. If bueno. you if you look at the games they've they've played the last couple of weeks, their defense has been fine. For Anderson's been great. Like again, think past 82 games. Yeah. And into crunch time. You know they're going to the playoffs. That's inevitable. Yeah. You know, it, it start thinking crunch time. They're in like the Raptors position where whatever you do for 82 games, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. It's playoff time. But here's the thing. In the playoffs, they haven't gotten out of the first round in the last how many years? Well, I mean, the first, like, two years ago when they played Washington, that was kind of like a surprise year. No one expected them to do that well. And they gave them a good shot. They didn't win the series, obviously. Last year, you know, everyone thought they'd make the playoffs. But they were playing a team that was much better than them, right? Like, Boston and Tampa are the... the Does league. that change this year? The reason they got Tavares was to, was change, to that. change that. Yeah. Right. But realistically... But looking at them right now, yeah, it I don't see changes. it being changed. Yeah. So they're going to get to the playoffs. First round, they're gone again. And, like, what do that you would want be, from That them? would be a disappointment of a year. If, if, you, if they do not improve on last year's if you name the top five teams in the league are tampa and boston in there yeah so then is it realistically makes sense for the leafs to advance past the first round they should yes. no because they got to be one of those two teams well, they not won in the first round they could finish first and, and not play any of those teams they could finish first but they what's the chance like, of them finishing above those teams well that's it's what the, that's what the goal was right right to win to yeah. win the conference the, the concept is though is that like if you're not better than those teams and those teams are going to beat you anyways. you got to play but, one of them. But that's why they went out and, and made the moves they did, right? To well, get they, they just one move. How much moves did they make? Well, I mean, they got they you know, got, a they, top They player. won free agent. I, I understand that. Yeah. They won free agency. But after that, yeah. did you show up your defense? Well, no. They also have a lot of guys underperforming too, right? Yeah. Like guys they thought would step up. Well, they have time. There's a lot of time. There's yeah, a lot of I game. mean, we're in November here. Yeah. We just, I don't know. Okay, let's finish it off. We got a UFC this weekend, which I thought was going to be big. Turns out it's not going to be that big. The card, the, the early card when we were like, 
when they were like drawing it up in like August and September, like it was going to be huge. Now I'm kind of disappointed in this this card. I think there's going to be a lot of good undercard fights and a lot of decent main event fights. But the headliner is Derek Lewis versus Daniel Cormier, which I think is one of the most one-sided championship fights we're ever going to see. Because first of all, I don't really think it's fair. Is this Cormier's second last fight? After this, he has one big money fight and he's done. Is that what he said? I mean, and he's going to wrestling because that's where he's going. No, I don't know about that. Hundred percent. That's well, where he's going. That's where four-year-olds go. That's the, let's yeah. be honest. That's where he's going. I think the dream is to have him fight Brock Lesnar. Yeah, which he won't do. No, I think he will. He's gonna fight Bones. Uh, he won't fight Bones. I feel like those are his last two fights. Would yeah. be uh, beat Lesnar and then fight Bones. So the only way he fights Bones is at heavyweight. Yeah, maybe he ain't it? fight. I think he's done at lightweight, yeah. light heavyweight. I think he realizes he's he's not as good at two hundred five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He cuts. I think he, maybe he cuts too much weight. Even though he has the title. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a sign like, of what the who light did heavyweight. he beat to get the title? Did he beat the creme de la creme to get no. the title? Um. So yeah, the the heavyweight title fight is this weekend. Derek Lewis just fought a three round fight less than a month ago. And he's getting thrown into this title he's fight. It, well, in, in all fairness, Cormier is literally just coming off a broken hand from his last fight. Yeah, because he had to he had to get it uh, right, surgically right. repaired. But that was in July, but he had to get his hand surgically yeah. repaired because he he broke it five months ago. I think this uh, fight's you just can't to, do it. that's that's a couple months of not training. I think yeah. then you got to rehab it. Yeah. I think this guy's taking the fall just to make sure we know Corby's the top guy. Well, they scrambled for a main event fight after. What? Uh, Poirier versus, versus uh, Diaz. Diaz failed out. Didn't work yeah, out. Poirier got hurt. Yeah. and My question is, why was the rematch with Stipe not just made? I haven't heard from Stipe since he lost. But is there not a man more deserving of a rematch than I him? Think, I think what they're doing here is they're 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 in New York. or It's it's the Madison Square Garden one, right? Uh, it's either that or no, yeah, where, the, it's Madison Square or Garden. where the Brooklyn Nets play as well. No, that's else. April. So it's it's in Madison Square Garden, and so they got to have a big fight. You need right? a big guy. No, fight. no, absolutely. And, I mean, you're not going to top the last two years of Madison Square Garden, which were two great cards. This one, they were just like, how can we, what can we do for a title fight? And they were like, <laughs> Derek Lewis is hot right now. He's a funny dude. Who He is hilarious. He's, he's very funny, but like. I know, I, I know. There's a puncher's chance, but like, I, I can't, I can't see this. Like, I can't see him winning. And if he does win, what does that ruin for the future of USC? He can't win. Wait, I, I almost would say it's fixed where he's gonna get knocked out. It's, it's not need... fixed, but it's fixed to a point where the odds are stupid. It's like yeah. minus nine hundred for Daniel Cormier. But you need, you need Cormier Lesnar, or you need Cormier to minus seven hundred. Oh, okay. <laughs> it opened up at minus thirteen. Yeah, listen. I mean, everybody has, has a fighter uh, puncher's chance, yeah. right? Well, now of all people, especially Lewis. in the heavyweight division, yeah. is yeah. your is your final goal Lesnar and Bones? Is that know. your that's big not a fair fight? fight. That, like Jones would kill him. Is that your payoff fight though? You need to have it like no, like Cormier's Cormier done. versus Lesnar or Cormier versus Jones are bigger fights than Lesnar versus Jones. I think. I think Cormier's gonna fight and retire, and then Lesnar Jones is your money fight. That's why I think there's no way there's no there's no Cormier Lesnar fight after what happened in July. What after DC beat Stipe and Lesnar came into the ring? There's no way that fight. So what if you go Cormier Lesnar, 
Cormier retires, Lesnar Jones. I don't know. It depends. If Cormier beats Lesnar, then he'll probably fight Bones one last time. Well, That's my guess. Or he might retire. Yeah, I think he's got two more fights in after this. There's no way he does not fight Bones one more time. I feel like he doesn't. Well, if you, he if has you, to. He if has you, to. He's the only guy that, he can't beat. It's the if only you guy fight that beat. and you lose, then then he's that, then he'll be like, yeah, like I can't beat him. If he goes, but if he w, beats him, he's like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm but done that's, it all. that's pride. He doesn't want pride. He wants money. If he beats Lesnar, I don't think Cormier wants money. I think he's gonna I mean, beat Lesnar. And he's gonna go to wrestling. That's what I think is gonna happen. Maybe. Not everyone's Ronda Rousey. He, you know, he's already tried out. He knows he wants in. Tried out. He's tried out. Try out. It wouldn't surprise me for him to make a move like that only because of his age. Yeah. Sure. You do that in Not like when Rousey did it. Because like she's she, got nothing else to she do. She can't get yeah. back in the octagon. Right. It, if Cormier made a move like that, it wouldn't shock me. Sh- no, sure. Based on his age. But I don't think it would be a full-time thing. It'd be like they a don't Lesnar wrestle thing. full-time. They wrestle four times a year. Who cares? Two million dollars a fight. Yeah. It's fake. It's great. No, you know, I, I could see it happening. It's possible. Um, DeFeo's our, our resident UFC expert here, along with myself. Uh, what what you, else what on this say? card what are you is going to make people buy it? Um, the co-main event is... Uh, Wyman versus Jakar, yeah. Not a bad fight. No, no. But, uh, I mean... Bronson Adonage. Yeah, that'll, that'll start off the uh, the main that, event. That or the main is, card. Yeah. That might be the best fight of the night right there. Yeah. But other than that, like, for a New York card, yeah. considering what we had the last two years, we had three title fights last year. Yeah. And the year before. It's, uh, it's not as good as... I think the Toronto card looks better than this. I'm very excited for the Toronto card. Are we going to that? I'm going to go. I'm very excited for the Toronto card. <laughs> Should I say I'm not invited? Is I... Well, I just get, I'll probably get tickets from work. One of my two tickets I asked for for the year. That and Beer Fest tickets. Yeah, see, it's, it's kind of hard to, like, sell this one. A lot of people aren't excited for it. And you're coming off the, you know, the biggest pay-per-view of the year, which was a wash. And and the New Year's card right? Is, looks significantly better than this card as well. Yeah, the two, the two cards in December look better than this. It's like, not even close. I mean the well, the New Year's card alone, like the New Year's card to me is. We got uh, what? Uh, Cyborg versus Nunez and Jones Gustafson. Jones, is he coming back for that? Yeah, I thought it was Johnson. Which Johnson? Anthony. Ro- no, no, no. It's Jones Gustafson. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Two title fights: New Year's Eve, or New Year's the, weekend. New Year's weekend. And then Toronto, we got uh, Ortega versus Holloway and Joanna versus uh, Shevchenko, right? Yeah. Which are two big fights. Yeah. And this one really only has maybe one big fight. <laughs> maybe. Which right. I don't think is going to be that great of a fight, but who knows, man. Derek, the beast, might pull something out of his sleeve like he did last fight, which was exciting to see. But Smythe, as like a on-the-fence UFC guy, you're probably not watching this, right? Um, I'm probably gonna watch it. Really? Yeah. Where are you gonna watch it? I'm probably gonna watch it at a bar, or I'm gonna buy it at home. But you're gonna might buy it. Wow. Might buy. Stream it. it. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> However that works. I don't. I'm gonna be at a wedding, so I don't know if I can talk oh, out for this. Oh no. 
I don't think you're going to miss much. Yeah. After that first fight? Yeah, you're right. I won't be seeing that one for sure. But after that one, I don't know. No. It ain't worth 60 bucks. If you're going to buy it. I agree. It ain't worth. And that's why that's why you put Lewis versus Cormier in there is to try and get people to buy. Try it. to get buys in. But like if you go to a bar to watch, you're going to spend more than 60 bucks. Depends you have on from eight o'clock till one at least, at least until. No one, one goes to the bar for the prelims. You can watch those on cable. At so home. you're gonna catch them at at what eleven? Leave at like nine, maybe nine thirty. Nine thirty. That's crazy. Like again, literally after the first fight at ten. It's gonna be trash all the way through. I'm not overly excited, but what is exciting is the oh, first trade right. in MMA history. Did you hear about this, Mike? No. Mighty Mouse has been traded from the UFC to 1FC. How does that even happen? So basically... Talk me through the logistics of this trade. So Mighty Mouse... I didn't understand this either. Mighty Mouse gets traded, essentially, for Ben Askren. Undefeated. Uh, Ben Askren's an undefeated lightweight... Or, uh, sorry, welterweight. He's basically the American Habib. Right. Um, I, I believe he could be better than Habib. At MMA grappling. He embarrasses people. Um, so what happens is they both just get released from their contracts so that they can switch organizations. That's bonkers. Yeah, I've never... I, DeFeo told me, I was like, I, I think I You're said like, what, what like three this? times because I, I couldn't understand. Like, I, I didn't, <laughs> because I didn't know you could trade nothing, properties like that. Nothing had ever been done like that. Nothing, now, yeah. also, do they like, have to sign with the other organization? Is that a must? That must be the deal. I, yeah. It must be the deal. Yeah, and I believe trade. that Ben Askren is officially signed because he's called out everyone <laughs> under <laughs> yeah. the sun. Literally I think I saw that on Twitter. Everyone. He's called out ever he even challenged the Diaz brothers to a handicap match. <laughs> <clears throat> where one of them fights rounds one, three, five, and the other one fights rounds two. Wow. And four. Yeah, this is uh this is crazy because not only is it a trade happening within, you know, That's MMA, but like you know, Mighty Mouse is one fight removed from being, you know, the pound for pound best fighter in UFC history. Yeah. And they're just like well, yeah, he lost yeah. to Henry Cejudo. Yeah. And he tore his ACL in that fight. Yeah, uh, so he's not going to be around for a while. Yeah, so it was... But, I mean, like, he he arguably could have won that fight. Yeah. But he tore his ACL in, like, in early in the fight and then wasn't the same. You could see he wasn't the same. And he probably won't be the same after that. No. No, guys, everyone... The ACL is not like it used to be. Guys come back from torn ACLs six Six months. months. Yeah. They don't do it how they they don't take the the Piece ligament your from soul, your hip, put it in your they knee. They literally just reattach it. They put it back together. They don't take other parts yeah. and put it in to make a new ACL. They literally just put it back together, and that's how they're getting them back in six months. A guy, I think, um, a, an American guy in the Olympics, um, tore his ACL in the trials six months before the Olympics. In jeez, but he qualified. Yeah. So they had him back wrestling at the Olympics That's six months later. Crazy. Did he so win? It's not the same. Yeah, did he, he win did. a gold medal? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> he was trash, but he made, he wrestled. I'm just saying, like it was still it, wrecked. It's, it's six months. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. It's not the same as it used to be. It's not a year, a year and a half. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just think it's crazy. I'm excited, man. And I think this, I think this was done specifically. Because Dana White's done with Habib, 
and he needs the great American he hero. New, yeah, he needs, he needs a new GI Joe yeah. to come really? and take. Isn't that Colby Covington? No, <laughs> I think Habib would be Colby Covington. Yeah. What about Askren? I think Askren wrecks Habib. Are they uh, gonna fight? That that could be a fight. I Habib could go could. to welterweight. Uh, Habib would have to move up, but I think uh, I think in one of the fifty Ben Askren callouts. He said, <laughs> he said he said he said Habib meet me at 165. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So I don't like UFC. I don't like like all these weight class fights. Remember UFC 1? That's different, man. Calm- <laughs> UFC 1 was the greatest spectacle in the history no, of not. things. Yes no, it was. It wasn't, yes, man. It was, it was like dudes from a bar fighting. It was each it was other, the best like- thing I've ever seen in my life. That's what ultimate fighting is actually is. Eight no. guys. I don't care where you come from. This isn't you get in the ring fighting. This is you, mixed martial yes, arts. It's yes, evolved. Exactly. It's evolved. So UFC, That's why we have like twelve different titles. But now, it's like, no longer the ultimate fighting and women championship. <laughs> like we've come a long way now. Hey, women could have fought in the UFC, the original UFC. Yeah, but like I'm just saying, like it's 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 different now, right? Oh, there's a reason all, why this. All I'm classes. saying is the original came out, and I I I paid to watch that. I paid to watch eight guys that thought they were the best fighters, and they fought. I, I'll tell you this: I will pay to watch Habib and Ben Askren. That's that's good. Well, we paid to watch. It would literally Khabib be twenty five. It would literally be twenty five minutes of who could take who down. Yeah. yeah. Like there would be no thrill of the puncher's chance. No, it would be macho. It would it would just be yeah. wrestler versus wrestler. But I'd pay to see it. So before we finish up. We're talking UFC. Where do you guys think? What do you think happens with McGregor? Like, do you think he's done? Do you think he's... I mean, when I say done, I mean, like, obviously, he's still McGregor. He's marketable. He's, you know, any fight he's in, he's going to sell. But, like, do you think, like, from a competitive standpoint, he's... We've seen the best of him years ago. Yeah, his days are... Yeah, when when his heart was still in it. And it wasn't about side hustle. Yeah, the money. And... Yeah, he you reached know, his the, peak when he beat Eddie Alvarez, I think. The the Mayweather thing changed him forever. Sure. Um, I think his next fight should be Anthony Pettis. Both coming off the loss. Both of your strikers. You don't I don't know, man. I feel like now if he's gonna fight, it's gotta be someone with a name. I think but why not that Anthony Pettis isn't a big name. He had he, a name. He just had a great fight too. Like that was one of the he, better fights of the year. He had a name and he got shelled. Yeah. I think McGregor's he, he got didn't a fight for two years. Took the biggest name he could get yeah. and got shelled. Oh, he got yeah. destroyed. He needs an MMA fight to. Get, he needs to get his feet wet. He needs an MMA fight to get his feet wet. And and uh, a Pettis would offer him that striking matchup to see. I think you know what if he loses? What if he gets outstruck by Anthony Pettis? Pettis then you Pettis looked pretty good. I right? mean Ferguson looked great, but like Pettis looked pretty good against Ferguson. Pettis had him rocked. Yeah, Pettis had him rocked. I think McGregor's got to choose fights that he can win. I like think Mayweather. I think he, just like Mayweather. I think. I think I understand. But what, it's different. I, it's I understand different. what DeFeo's saying is 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 from a competitive standpoint to fight someone who he can like fight with, or do you go the route that you're saying is he's just looking for the most money, which I think is where his head's at now. But I think he, then like, there's only one fight for him because no one's gonna want to see him fight Habib again. Maybe no. Diaz. It would be Diaz. Diaz for th- the third time. Yeah. I think. Why don't why doesn't he just fight random scrubs? Like it's gonna sell. No, it's yeah, gonna sell. Like it's not, not like a name. Lord. You need you need to if 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 Conor McGregor boxed some scrub boxer, he wasn't making a hundred million dollars. Yeah, he yeah, had but, to fight the best. But what if Conor fights? Three? But people now know what happens when he fights the best. Exactly. 
So if he fights three generic fights against, I don't know, regular guys, up and comers, whatever. It's, it's not going to happen. It's still going to draw. Nah. Because also, you have to look at UFC. Not draw UFC's, like... UFC's also be like, well, you're going to throw a scrub in here. That guy has to get paid too. It's not like McGregor getting $13 million and the scrub's getting 500000 So the scrub makes the best paydays of his life. Who cares? That's not how it works That's though. Not how but, it like, works. but then you build him up to fight that big fight again. Like McGregor's back. He's knocked out XYZ. Now he's going to fight this big name guy again. Because nah, let's so face you're it. thinking about it like, like that's what Mayweather did. But Mayweather picked... Names? No. Yeah. Wow. What do you mean? Wow. Who didn't he beat? His last. But okay. First Go of all, ahead. I've seen with, them all. I've seen start all with, fifty. Let's start with McGregor. Scrub never boxed a fight in his life. The McGregor thing was, was a spectacle. Was a spectacle. Before that, he that fought. That was when Rocky fought Hulk Hogan. Exactly. <laughs> Before that, he fought. Think Pat way past his prime. No, fought a guy Pacquiao. a lot younger. Pacquiao than way past. His that prime. was about three fights earlier. What his last fight? That, was, that was four fight, years ago. His 49th fight was not Pacquiao. Who's 49th fight? Uh, wasn't it? Um... Exactly. We don't know who he is. My point, case in point, being no, is I he, know who he, is. he chooses his fights, and they're not the top dogs in boxing. So like when he beat the shit out of Canelo, he... you can't. You can't. Like you know what? Well, he like, did. We're also talking about boxing. We're talking about MMA. Because he absolutely there's, there's not as much money in Molly whopped. Canelo. That was an impressive fight. Molly whopped him. And now Canelo's the biggest name in boxing. So. I'm not saying he's not skilled. All I'm saying is that. Adrian Broner. That was 49. Yeah, not the biggest fight. He's not fighting the most elite fighters every single but, time. But like. So Mayweather. Or sorry. Um, McGregor. McGregor. Went from fighting Mayweather in boxing, which oh, is sorry, not a sport. Andre Berto was 49. And then he switched to fighting probably the best UFC fighter in the game, pound for pound right now. Maybe that's too much for him. Maybe he's got to step down a bit, get a couple wins on his belt, and then have but that I don't think fight that, again. That's, that's not his thing. I don't think he's in it for the long run that much. Yeah, I hear you. Right? Yeah. You know, he's almost 30. He's made his it's money. Almost thirty. No, but like he's made his money, I know, right? He's never gonna make as much money as he has 30. already. Yeah. Especially after that loss he just had, he's never gonna is make as much money. Yeah. So like now you're just doing like the 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 Chael Sonnen like victory lap where you just like talk crap and you fight someone who else is a name, and you know next thing you know he's gonna be on Bellator. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Anyways, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Smythe, why don't you tell people where they can find the team podcast? <sighs> You can find the team podcast on, first of all, Spotify. It's doing wonders Play. for us. I, right? Spotify is How were the numbers for last week? Spotify is great. Um, last week was really good. Yeah. yeah. Apple Music, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Obviously, we're there as well. Um, and then our favorite social sites, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and my personal favorite, Tumblr. Tumblr. DeFeo, you want to plug anything before we head out here? Yeah, I want to continue to hijack this. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Horseplay uh, is scheduled to return next Monday. Before you finish this, remember last time you were on the show and you and declared I, and Horseplay was dead? You yeah. buried it. I did Under bury it. six feet in the ground and you put a tombstone on it. And look how much it motivated Wells. Listen to you now. Look, look, I, no, look it didn't the... motivate me anymore. <laughs> I, I knew it was no, coming no. back. No, I knew it, it was coming back. It motivated him. I don't know. He said it was motivation. I remember well saying to even, get it back ASAP. Oh man! So next Monday it's back. Next Monday, next Monday. November the what is that? The fifth, sir. Yeah, horseplay will be back next Monday. 
For sure. Guaranteed 100% back on Monday. Episode number 47 or 48? We might run off a week straight. Ooh, I've got months and months of venting and Horowitz moments. To go in. And swear words. And yeah. swear Lots words. of swearing. If you guys think swearing, hop on to Monday night, our episode. <laughs> Monday night. There might, be, there might be just a, a whole segment of cussing and finding new words to come up with that we can swear about. But yeah, horseplay. Will, anything else you want to plug? That's, I feel like that's, that's the only that's, thing. I, I think that's it. Plug. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Horseplay's back next Monday. We're very excited about it. I told you guys it was coming back. People didn't believe me. The fail didn't believe you. No, it's fine. You know. Yeah. It's always great when your co-host doubters. is like, nah, it's done. doubters, doubters. <laughs> and then and, I'm, and then I'm it like negative. And then motivation. I sent the text. You up? And then. They always reply. <laughs> they always come back. You got the dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah. in, like without me even hitting enter, it was dot dot dot. No, yeah, horseplay is coming back. So we'll plug that uh, horseplay underscore podcast on Instagram is like our only social media. Uh, there is a Twitter. We have Twitter. Yeah, horseplay really. horseplay podcast. Twitter. Trust me, we're gonna we're gonna undertake these things. They're gonna come out of the grave. They're gonna be back in this full swing of things. Yeah, in November is kind of a dead month, but. No, you know, we're we're gonna come up with some topics. It's the return of it's the return of horseplay. It is the return of horseplay. It's I return, think we should it's call return it, of potty mouth. Yeah, it won't even be called November. It'll really be called horseplay. Horseplay. Um, Member. That's a hard yeah. miss. Let's okay. end on that. Nah. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. We love sports just like you. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.